previously on the Story X Story podcast. Great. Is Craig still here? Yes. Right. Okay, cool. Just checking. Let me kick him out now. Mm, well done, Craig. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Craig deserves a well done. I'm just saying not for this one. Now recording. Whoa. Oh, you not met? You not met Craig? No. <laughs> was this a was this a dis, dis, Discord joke? No, well, it has become that now. But oh, no, sure. it's a point, yeah, yeah. Craig is our recording bot, um, and that's how oh, okay. he introduces himself. All right, Craig. No, to be so dramatic. Oh, you have not seen dramatic yet. <laughs> yeah, so he don't curse it. Don't curse yeah, okay, it. Please, right, let don't me... jinx it. Oh, okay. So let me get my backup recording. But <laughs> nice to meet you, Craig. Sorry, I meant no disrespect. <laughs> so just introducing the. No. Okay. <laughs> so I should have given you a heads up uh warning for that. But uh yeah, this okay. is Craig. He'll be listening in. Uh, and that's what Craig sounds like. So wow. now recording. Right, cool, Craig. That wasn't the voice I was expecting, to be honest. Well, for, called for Craig. Craig. Yeah. yeah, pretty much what British style is very American. <laughs> Yeah, is Craig Craig a British name? Yeah, I guess it's like a. I consider it more British. I mean, yeah, there are yeah, Americans called Craig, but they pronounce it more like Craig, don't they? Yeah, that's they say true. Craig. I that, you know, it's called You're Brad. The first person that's mentioned mentioned that. So, yeah, rename rename the bot to, to Brad. Brad. Chad. <laughs> Brad or Chad. Chad. Yeah, yeah, Chad. Yeah, that works yeah. perfectly. Everyone ready? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Alright. Benefit of having people have been on the show before. I don't need to go through the format, so we can skip that part. Yeah. <laughs> and a reminder that there's no swearing. That's more for myself. Oh, yes. than... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's always funny going from like my own content to my other stuff. Anything goes on my own content. <laughs> <and> then <laughs> Wild West. <laughs> yeah. First of all, this is our first recording of uh, season four, so it should. I mean, no pressure uh, for oh, our guests, but. <laughs> With this we'll one set north. the bar impossibly high and just like ruin the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, I mean you could <laughs> you could try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm good. Well, I feel like I've forgotten how to podcast, but uh, it's, uh, <laughs> we've happens, done two so. events already, so we've got we've done two. What was the other one? We've done two live streams. Oh, the gamepad. Online. Technically, we've done three live stream events. Yeah. We've done oh, gamepad I... online. We've done the cosplay panel and we've done the launch so and it's I did pretty much the, the same thing the comic there you go yeah, yeah, you got right. this okay. they're all the same thing <laughs> yeah anyway that's what Edison's for so no one will ever know alright cool except Craig <laughs> yeah except Craig Craig knows all our secrets <laughs> alright we'll go in three two Hello and welcome to the Story X Story podcast, where we discuss story. Blah. Stories are great. Stories. What did I say? Sco- Scor- 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 stories. Stories. 
Right. I, we are reinventing the genre. It's scoring now. We are starting from the beginning. We're starting for the intro. We're reinventing okay. everything. Try that again. Scory, scory, scory. <laughs> scory. Scory in the house, like Oh, man. All right. Oh, we'll, we'll work this out. Ah, all right. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Story X Story podcast, where we discuss stories across pop culture. Oh, actually, before I do that, let me <laughs> sorry, <I> just like <laughs> completely mangle my own introduction. Hello and welcome to the Story X Story podcast, where we discuss stories across pop culture, plus give you advice on creating your own. It's never... <laughs> Oh yeah, and we have lots of bloopers. Uh, I should mention that as well. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> that, that is one of them. Just so I demonstrate that uh, to you. I managed to get the chance to rewatch Dune over the weekend again. So I just cool. kind of like sat down and had my laptop next to me, and I was just typing a bunch of notes up. So I've got all those kind of like thoughts while yeah, I was no, rewatching it, ready to go. That's fine. Yeah, the notes I put are just like uh, just to help discussion. We might get through all of them. We might not, but. Yeah. Uh, try and move through as much as we can. I know you and Lau both read some or all of the book, so uh, I'll just ask you about that because I haven't. And... Neither have I. Yeah. <laughs> I. I also was watching the, uh, I think it's the 1984 version. I didn't finish uh... it over the weekend. Nice. I, I still didn't see that, but I've watched a lot of clips of it and, oh boy, it's uh, weird. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like when I was looking for it, it came up and like I was completely oblivious that it had been made into a film before. So I was just yeah. like, oh, okay. At least I didn't accidentally watch the wrong well, one. Yeah, that would <laughs> Oh, it was awful. It was super weird. I couldn't follow the story. Why has it won so many awards? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the same opinion I have about it now. So maybe oh, it was <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Story X Story podcast, where we discuss stories across. And I'm going to stop because I don't have a backup. <laughs> I'm getting way you too much need faith. A backup, yeah. <laughs> way too much faith in Craig. I forgot. <laughs> Remember, Craig, your time here might be limited. You might yeah. be replaced soon. <laughs> don't make us make a decision, Craig. Second recording of the year, and Craig is at it. All right, he's back in. Hey, back in. maybe you just took that. Take a break mentality. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to give that a go. Take Craig a break is a now. diva, okay? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Such a diva. Uh, <laughs> that is actually like, oh, I'm six seconds. Nope. Give me 17 seconds. I need more time. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. I can see what kind of season of recording this is going to be. <laughs> and yep, trade of thought is gone. Drop them in our Discord throw them at us on social media we are at twitter on at twitter that didn't make sense <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely not <laughs> at twitter good. yeah that would be good if you were if you were at twitter wow wouldn't that be, be nice even just yeah. have like a blue tick <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's try that again <laughs> and so why this was so relatable is because it was just like all the things that you're having to do on top of like just on top of like trying to make this dream happen. Mm. And I felt that I was like, and I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's stuff I want to say like, as well. Free internet as well, like yeah, the good old fashioned way, telephone and knocking on doors and driving like miles yeah. to maybe get 
something. So yeah, it was like it was so so good. I feel like we kind of I kind of that was not quite a spoiler free. Yeah, to be fair, it's it's a true story. So I don't know how much you can spoil what is a a real life story, but yeah, exactly. We tried. Hi, Craig. Welcome back. Um, But I I was just gonna say I think it's um. How was I going to put this? I forgot because Craig left and he Craig got me Craig's all fault. like, yeah. <laughs> um, I also started watching Odd Taxi, which is... Oh, I still need to watch that. Have you? Yeah, yeah I've heard about it. Have you seen it, Tazzy? I have. It was actually recommended on the podcast by yes. someone. Yeah. And then I finally got around to watch it. I was like, oh my God, I love this. This is perfect. <laughs> Do not tell me. I think I'm on like the third, fourth episode, and this, yeah, it's genius. It's but it's different. It's so different. But the opening, incredible. Right. It's the way it's just like it's the style. It's just I I should get further away. Oh my god! Just the way this story develops. Yeah, the way the story develops is so clever. The thing that I would relate it to. Even though it's like completely different, but just the way that it's done is like once upon a time. What's that? Is that an anime? No, once that's a TV TV series. Oh, oh. <laughs> but the way the like characters, stories. Oh, okay, yeah, because they kind of um as each. I, yeah, I think I'm only on episode like four or something, and yeah, you kind of find nothing is at, no one is as they seem. You know what I mean? And it's just, mm. or at least that's what it is so far. You're probably laughing like the girl don't know nothing that she about to get into. <laughs> no, you're on the spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, that nail on the head there. Yeah. yeah. But you, um, you wait. <laughs> like, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Is it just one season? At the moment, yeah. But there's a film coming out. But as well, like, it, it, keeps, it keeps you... Like it keeps you on a story. Like it keeps you, no pun intended here, on a ride. <laughs> and also like firstborns get that kind of pressure as well. That too. And one second, I'm just going to restart Craig because I got that DM message. <laughs> now recording. Now recording. <laughs> there we go. So um, <laughs> welcome back, Craig. Is Craig, Craig isn't a person, right? Just so no, he just has certain personalities of a certain type of person. <laughs> uh, that person would be a diva. Yeah, he... Craig is like a diva bot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we should give him that nickname. Diva, diva bot. Yeah. This is why I always uh, keep a backup uh, of recordings. So. Oh my God, I'm not recording. An... Craig, you're lying. You're here. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, it even says good. in brackets recording. recording Craig why are you lying right, I know right. you're hearing me alright I'm gonna wait let me just restart Craig because uh, he does what Craig is known for doing and it's Craig quite, so, so. I don't think he understands that he's, <laughs> he's on he's a fine on line, line. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> alright uh, cool just making that decision easier Craig alright I am I'm ready I am ready. Game completed. <laughs> okay, Sachin. Ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Uh, we will go in three. Oh, wait, hang on. How am I going to flip? That's like I've forgotten how to live stream. This is why we get Ben to do it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so you made it, Tazzy. <laughs> End credits. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I think that's the finest I've yes. cut a story. <laughs> that is definitely, I think that is number one. I was going to say it's in the top three. <laughs> I think that's number one, followed by The Last of Us. Yeah. And then there was a film that I was like literally watching it through. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I did all my like exam studying as well. I'd... <laughs> I'd be standing in the queue outside the exam hall with all my notes in my hand, just like trying to get every last drop of information in. Oh, you were that guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't even know. Like uh, I, back when these were like thick laptops, I was holding my thick laptop with all my notes on, like reading it on my laptop outside the exam hall while everyone else was just chilling. Yeah. I was a wing it, wing it type of person. It had to be last minute. If I had time to revise, I wouldn't be. It has. I had to have the pressure of last minute. <laughs> and the way I'd do it is I would just copy out the entire book and then read through my notes. And if anything I remember, I cross it out. Anything I don't remember, I go through it again. That sort of deal. Oh. Overnight, the night before the exam. And then wow. chug a reg bull and get in there. <laughs> <laughs> All my, like, photography and graphic design exams were like last minute things like literally the night before i would be like doing a photo shoot or like sticking the final bit in before handing the coursework in and then like then we did done like 10 hour exams 10 hour yeah 10 hour exams in like art courses where you're like you're literally in the room for 10 10 hours I mean, we do it like five hour splits, do like two five hour slots. Right. And like, you're not allowed to, it's really weird because you're not allowed to talk. For five hours at a time. For five hours at a time, apart from like some questions to the teachers. And like, you just have to get on with like art coursework. It's really weird. Like there's some typing and sticking and photos and it's just really weird. Mm. But. I'd leave like the bulk of the work till that, to the night before and that five hour exam. I think I just did, uh, I always got to a point and I'm like, yep, that's done. <laughs> that's just just <laughs> what, what will be, will be. Um, and that did not work for A-levels because I uh, flopped all of those. <laughs> I done pretty well my A-levels considering. I actually got a grade in RE somehow. <laughs> like I did not, rev- I hated G- um, A-level RE. Absolutely hate it. I mean, I hate GCSE RE, but at least that was like not most of your time in school. Yeah, I remember our RE teacher having a fight with one of the students. That was the kind of school (laughs) I went to. Like physical fight or like argument fight? Argument fight, yes. And then there was not like a fist fight, but it was a, yeah, there was an altercation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was a fun times. I remember there being like one bit that surprised me, but I, no, I don't know. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> yeah, it was there on the edge of my <laughs> yes. edge of my brain, but it just escaped. I was actually listening to a podcast that was talking about like just enjoying Wait, another podcast. There is no other podcast except ours. No. <laughs> <laughs> there are none. None exist. This is the yeah, only one. <laughs> It's funny to say this, but I, I think I just realized what exactly my Amada is. <laughs> oh, we're we not giving you the... the no, you've never. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I usually do that. I said, I said yeah, give, give, me, give me the pitch. What is my Amada? Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
So we started with, uh, with a friend. He's no longer involved, but we we started with manga. So we just had this idea or eventually came to this idea of making manga. So we wanted to create our own universe of characters and then write uh, and then make uh, manga comic books within that. So we did that. And then like both our backgrounds with engineering. So we went to uni together. Oh. Uh, so I'm actually a software engineer in a, in a past life. Wow. So yes, yeah, so we did that. We had no idea what we we're doing. And then we kind of quickly realized that you can't just make something and then expect people to come and buy, even if it looks halfway decent. So then <laughs> yeah. we created a uh, we created our gaming event, Gamepad. Um, and then the, the thing for us was we'll use video games, which people know, to bring them to us, which people don't know. And then in the process, hopefully they'll, they'll be like, oh, my manga is pretty cool. We'll stick around and check out the manga. So yeah, we did that. And then that just like uh, developed... Lao, um, a friend uh, left, uh, but then Tazzy sort of joined from the gaming side. We started a podcast uh, around, I don't know, 2018, 19, something like that. Um, it was 2018. 18, yeah. Uh, and then I also within that do workshops with young people around comic storytelling uh, and now like game design uh, as well. So it's all like a mix of things within the same same brand. So it's all around like creativity and obviously like diversity right. inclusion is in there as well. So I, I think I, I knew most of that, but I never realized that you you started with actually making, like I knew it was about manga. I just didn't know it was, mm. oh, you made the manga. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was actually yeah. your universe. I didn't realize that part, which is really cool. That's this is cool. why when I say, <laughs> I tell people like I do things and it's like, oh, that's a lot. I'm like, yeah, that is, that is a lot. <laughs> I mean, that, that is a lot, yeah. It is a lot. <laughs> is. Coming from someone who is doing a lot, that is also a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get a handle on it. I feel like I uh, it's hard working with Nigel because <laughs> I am stuck in this place where I do a lot, but I think I don't do enough. But then <laughs> but Nigel does so much more. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> so then... <laughs> You have to find a counterbalance. Like, look at someone who's not doing anything. And then, like... <laughs> <laughs> so, Wes, uh, tell us a bit about... About what I'm doing at the moment? Yes. <laughs> I can't talk about it. <laughs> no, I'm... I'm, I'm I mean... Oh, he disappeared. I, I thought I dropped out. I was like, yeah, I, I dropped out. <laughs> uh, oh, that's weird. He just like... <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> like really not Silence. allowed to talk about it. <laughs> That's like a powerful NDA, that is. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's actually part of a series and I've just like skipped ahead. Because <laughs> I've just got it up on, on Amazon and it says book four. <laughs> so That's like, a big giveaway. <laughs> oh, apparently there's books one, two and three. So <laughs> maybe I'll go back and read them at some point. Um, so I find I'm still still early, so I haven't been hooked just yet. I feel I'm still at the, uh, you know, it's a shonen anime, so where there's a natural training stage where the character's figuring things out. But this is a uh, a character who's a teenager, Tanjiro, who basically the show starts, and I spoke about this on a previous episode, his family is slaughtered by a demon, which is a, a quite a way to start a series. Um, but his youngest sister, uh, Nezuko, survives 
so then he kind of goes into the uh, demon slaying business um and yeah i'm still in the relative training but i do like the like the feeling of the sort of rising tension the growth of the character even at the early stages and his spirit i do often like that but like uh shonen characters where the the main the, the protagonist has that you know spirit i'm going to do this i'm i'm raw i'm but I'm, I'm willing to learn teach me and then he learns he discovers his uh, his talent and he gets sent out into the the wild world so I watched the Assassin's Creed movie. Is this because we saw the Assassin's Creed cosplay showcase at Insomnia? Do you know what? I didn't even think of that. Maybe subconsciously. <laughs> subconsciously. Um, but it was on my was on my um, list. Okay. And then there was also a comment you made, I think, Nigel, recently or something that you mentioned. And it was it was not Assassin's Creed, but I think it was another video game movie. Uncharted, probably. And mm, was it? I think I made a comment uh, between the two. It might not be that, but oh I think... yeah, no, I think that was it. That yeah. so that was yeah. Why? Um, I finally watched. I was on my list. I was like, oh yeah, I should probably watch that. And I wanted something like just really easy to watch. Um, I really enjoyed it. But you enjoyed okay. it, okay? But maybe it's because I haven't played. Oh wait, no. Do you know what? I've just put the wrong movie in as well. Wait. That's not the movie that I've watched. That's the movie I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Generic video game movie. Wow. <laughs> no, you please cut this out. He's probably going to leave it in now, isn't he? Yeah. It's, it's going to be used somewhere. <laughs> Guarantee you that. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe on Patreon to hear uh, Taz's bluffs. It's entirely 35 seconds. Oh, no, we, we, save this, we save them all for the end of the year. Yeah, it's a bit of a time for me to get over the uh, embarrassment of what I just done. Uh, okay, so. Let's Wait, so you right. haven't seen Assassin's Creed? No, no, no. The movie I watched. <laughs> <laughs> let me just rewind. What is happening? <laughs> So, yeah, I think I've, I've just managed to like get into the habit of it this year. The only thing I do is like uh, with anime, I have to track it because I'll like end up not watching it for ages. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, which episode was I on again? Especially when the fact that I'm watching through One Piece. And oh. I'm very, very, very far behind. Wow. But like, I'm always like, have I, like, what episode number am I on? <laughs> and if I don't write it down, I get lost. And it's not an anime you want to get, forget where you are. Because it's not like you can just watch a few extra episodes, you know? <laughs> it's like a full-time job now. <laughs> well, apparently, if you watched it back-to-back, it would take 16 days. Like, if you just watched every episode straight. Like 24 hours after 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It's not that undoable. I just need a, a few days where I, I just binge, like have a binge. I'm not, I don't need to be, I don't need to be up to date. Like I purposely chose to watch One Piece so that I just always have an anime to watch regardless of what is going yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. You always, <laughs> yeah. For that, to be honest, that's one of my favorite shows. Um, but I just had to get off the merry-go-round. I was like, I'm tapping out. Sorry, guys. I love this, but I'm out. Yeah. I've, I've never been one to be up to date with anime. And I, I never enjoy watching anime during the hype. That it's like, I just want to have my own opinion <laughs> yeah that's about true. stuff anime fans generally are really passionate so i just just stay away stay away yeah just like the the, the passion of anime fans is a bit of a double-edged sword i find <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah 
And I hate having to prove like how much of a fan you are or something, which seems to be like every time I'm in a conversation of anime. And then I have people like passionately argue about an anime they haven't watched. And I'll bring up a point and they're like, oh, um, yeah, no, I've only watched like the first few episodes. And I'm like, and here's me thinking I'm needing to prove yeah, how much I love this anime. Yeah. <laughs> and you're telling me about the storyline when you've watched the first two episodes, which is like most anime is like, not, it's not even touched the surface of like the real storyline. I'm going to point it out on the podcast, but I just want to point it out now because I'm really, really proud of myself that I noticed both Nolan North's cameo and the Naughty Dog skit sticker. And I'm super proud oh, of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the in the suitcase, wasn't it? The briefcase or something? Yeah. Yeah, right at the beginning. Yeah, it was at the beginning, wasn't it? That was like a blink and you miss it one. Yeah. So, yeah Which was... I'm surprised I got it because I'm so bad at like getting <laughs> any of those kind of things. Oh, now he's recording. Yeah, yeah sometimes he lies. Like, uh, So we just yeah. had a previous recording and he's like, uh, I kicked him out and he's like, oh, but I'm not recording. So I've noticed a new thing where sometimes he'll stop recording but n mm -hmm. but look like he's recording. Which is why oh, I, see. I have a backup. I'll be real with you. I've stopped using Craig. He's such an <laughs> Like, I, Forgive me for saying that, but he's <laughs> ruined so many recordings that I've had. I was going to say earlier, I feel like Craig needs a, char needs a character in the Maya Madi universe. Oh, that would be. <laughs> Just would a be. pure diva. <laughs> <laughs> no, as soon as, I've never thought that, but as soon as you said it, I was like, okay, yeah, I could. That something. can be like our comedy, <laughs> comedy thing. Or Craig could be the one that like interviews, like yeah, and he the just, like, stars off, from right? the network. Yeah, guess, I don't know. I just remembers like oh, I've got a show I've got to watch. I'm just gonna watch, go do that now. Like forget the interview. Definitely. And as you're saying that, I'm like, hold on a second. Did this subconsciously have like a an effect on how I view the world uh, going forward? Because I've never really uh fit into like traditional work things yeah. <laughs> i've always just had something that's like this doesn't seem right the way some uh or okay bye craig clearly you don't <laughs> like work <laughs> sage in a protest <laughs> It's funny. I feel like um, there's like a, a pattern with, or at least our Craig, where he'll do one recording fine, and then the mm. other is like, all right, this is the one uh, I'm going to flip out on. It also seems to be like certain topics that Craig just won't stay for. Oh, he wasn't? <laughs> like, like the other week, and it's just, Craig just wouldn't let me talk about whatever <laughs> I was talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and then when we were going he was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Craig is a person. <laughs> Even though the weather's been really nice the past couple of days, hmm. the temperature just hasn't quite... It's deceptive. ...met the... Yeah, yeah, this is, fake, this is fake sun. Like, when you're in it and, the wind, and you're blocked from the wind, it feels amazing. But as soon as you're, like, not yeah. directly touched by the sun... <laughs> Oh, I feel so bad. It's so hot here already. Not even hot. It's actually really nice. The high today is 80 and it's 67. Well, in Fahrenheit. Oh, man. So we're just chilling. It's not even, this is like late winter, for almost spring. Oh, yeah. it, gets, <laughs> it gets really hot here. So we're like, ooh, 80. Maybe we can put on our shorts soon. <laughs>
that oh, if, if this be, was UK, shorts would yeah, be long. Shorts, long yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like shorts, bikini weather. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> shorts come on at like 60 Fahrenheit or something. <laughs> no, see, for us, we have to like, we have to hold on to the winter because when summer hits, bikini weather is like 115. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's not bikini weather because we're excited. It's just because any other clothing is torture we'll at that point. <laughs> Yeah, I've had to get, uh, I've had to adjust uh, to the weather because I was in Ghana recently, last, since last Wednesday. Well, I came back last Wednesday and it was just like cold and raining. And yeah, that was one of the first times I can remember in recent memory. I, I felt like sad <laughs> at the weather. <laughs> like, is, why is it so cold? Uh, well, apparently, um, it's supposed to be heating up later yes. in the week. I can't wait. I love warm weather. <laughs> I'm so done with the cold and dreary. I have been to Arizona before, actually, and it's uh, yeah, very appreciative of that weather. Although I think on my way back, because I went from Arizona to California, I think it was raining. It was like drizzly kind of rain. That happens like five days out of the year. Yeah, so I'm told. I was <laughs> I was there for one of those days. <laughs> We love those days, except that nobody, it's so rare here that nobody knows how to drive in it. Oh, Everybody acts okay. like it's a whole snowstorm just when it's raining. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And my cousin in California, she's always like, um, oh, I want to go somewhere where it's cooler, like the UK. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> you do not realize how good you have it. It was like really warm in the past couple of days. And then now was it? it's okay. freezing. Because I came back on Tuesday. Um, and I started the day in like shorts and t-shirt uh, and then I got off the plane and I, uh, <laughs> I was hurt. <laughs> I was actually hurt. Like physically, I felt that cold. Yeah, but that's because you came, you come from Malta. But I feel it was, I feel it was extra cold though. Or was that? No, yeah. I think that was just you because it was actually really mild. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh wow. Not, you just yeah. felt it a lot more that day. I yeah. felt it a lot more because I really like, I got home and I was just like, I'm, I'm suffering. Like I'm actually suffering. That was too much of a shock. Saw this, uh, this film, Resort to Love, which is a, basically it's like a rom-com with um, uh, Christiana Milan. Wait, I feel like I've just butchered her name. Uh, Christiana Million, million. Did I say million? You said Milan. Milan. Yeah, you know what? I've never said a name out loud. Anyway, <laughs> that's why I learned this there. Um, yeah, Christiana Million. I think that's right. Yeah. Huh. That sounds. That, her name sounded more exotic in my head. And also, I need my notes up. Oh yeah, I guess the real question is: Craig ready for <laughs> uh, episode one hundred? We will find out. So I did a thing where I just asked people, if, uh, I just threw out a message if anyone wants to send uh, an audio clip for episode 100. And we got a few people, so that was cool. That was really cool. I was like, oh, I should have done a reaction video. Because <laughs> I was oh, yeah. sitting there like... That would have been a good idea. You can describe your reaction. <laughs> I can describe my reaction, yeah. Howdy all, um, my name is Creatively Anzi, or just Anzi, and I'm the founder of Meddling Gamers. What's going on my people? My name is Alan and I am the researcher for Meddling Gamers. Meddling Gamers is a gaming community that promotes inclusion and diversity in the video games industry. Some of our favourite genre for stories, um, I personally love sci-fi and fantasy quite a lot. 
I love films, novels, and comics. I wouldn't say I so I don't have one favorite. I love them all, but sci-fi and fantasy is definitely at the top of the list. I would say my favorites would be horror films. I just love how I can just keep counting on horror films. It just makes me laugh and so much fun, even though that's kind of weird for most people. I also enjoy my action and my narrative video games as well. I like being taken on a journey with those kind of games. Yeah. In terms of highlights for the podcast, it was definitely discussing all things DC. You guys know I'm a DC stand. When we I was invited for the joke podcast and we were just talking about the joke and I was obviously raving about it because it was wonderful so and in terms of advice that we would give you guys for your hundredth episode congratulations by the way um just keep doing what you're doing clearly yes, something is working <laughs> yes sir keep doing what you're doing my guys I tune in and it's always amazing to watch just to see how much like depth and knowledge you guys have on everything that you know so yeah keep doing what you're doing yeah and congratulations and happy 100th episode yay Woo-hoo! what's up everyone I'm Dan from Dan's Distillery and it's my absolute pleasure to be invited to do this for the 100th episode of Story X Story for Mayor Mada if you don't know who I am I cover all things from gaming particularly focused on Nintendo to comics movies and pretty much anything within the pop culture realm The Legend of Zelda has always been one of my favourite gaming franchises and I love the way that it tells a very simple story in each of its games that somehow feel really deep, especially when you start to unravel the entire tapestry of the Zelda timeline. It's a game that can make you feel extremely powerful while at the same time take you to some very emotional places. So for that reason, it's always been one of my favourite games for storytelling. As well as this, the MCU has been absolutely phenomenal. I love the way they've taken all these stories and managed to combine them in live action, in movies, and now also in TV. It's completely reinvigorated my love for collecting comics and just getting stuck back into those stories has never felt better. I think one of my highlights for being on this podcast, I believe, was just before the PS5 and Xbox Series consoles were released and just talking with everyone about the next generation of gaming was a great thing to be a part of. Hearing everyone's thoughts and opinions, it was just really great space to be in. So here's to another 100 episodes of Story X Story. Keep doing what you're doing because it's the best. Hello, my Amada crew. Um, I'm Tom, the community manager for Into Games. I help our community of fledgling game developers along in their journey into the games industry. Um, my favorite medium of storytelling is, of course, games, uh, specifically horror games. There's something so immersive and playing a horror game compared to watching a film, and they allow the player to explore an emergent narrative all of their own. Can you tell I'm reading from a script? Um, <laughs> I really love the Story X Story podcast, not only for being a fun, entertaining podcast with a diverse range of hosts from all different backgrounds, but also because of the quality breakdown of fiction you discuss. Um, my favorite moment working with you guys was the whole Naruto rant that ended up being cut from the episode I was on. Um, don't worry about it. It was so awkward. I can totally see why it was cut, but it was just a really enjoyable experience working with you guys. So um, yeah, congratulations. And here's to another 100 episodes. Good luck, everyone. I'm Gary Swaby, and I'm a writer and video games and literature journalist. My favorite genre medium for stories. It's quite difficult for me to say what my favorite genre medium is, and because uh, because what I'm into changes like with my inspirations usually. But people know me for being very into role playing video games and uh, fantasy books, sci fi books. You know, that sort of thing. Um, I do love a good manga also. And I I like the kind of manga that messes you up psychologically. Um, Basically, I love any kind of storytelling that 
evokes a strong, deep or dark emotion from the consumer. Um, so, you know, any, any like, you know, medium, whether it's films, books, games, I'm just into a good story at the end of the day. So, uh, my highlights from being on the podcast, uh, I'd say one of my strongest memories of being on the Story X Story podcast was when we first reviewed, um, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. And then in a later episode, we reviewed the manga. Uh, which that film was based on and the manga was called All You Need Is Kill. And, you know, not only did the podcast force me to experience this amazing Tom Cruise film that I wouldn't have seen otherwise, but I also got introduced to one of the best limited manga series that I've ever read, basically. So um, I just love that, you know, um, Nigel, you know, he sends me, you know, these, these, uh, you know, stories or movies or books that, you know, um, he gives me the option basically of what I could talk about on the podcast as a guest. And, you know, sometimes I haven't seen or, you know, read any of what he sends me, but I'm, you know, I'm open to it because it's a new experience. It's a new story. And, you know, within these stories, there's always something meaningful to extract that comes out through our discussions on the podcast and that's what i love about story x story it exposes us to to new stories that we might not have heard of and through reviewing these films or books or games or uh and hearing you know someone else's perspective we're suddenly able to extract that that deeper meaning from something we might have once glossed over and stories are a reflection of real life. So this podcast is like a safe haven to study some of these deeper themes that mean something to us all. And I have to thank both Nigel and Tazzy for keeping this going for 100 episodes. I love the show, guys. And uh, thanks for allowing me to, you know, be a part of this 100th episode. Hi, I'm Erin Enrique Angelini, comic colorist and illustrator. It's very difficult to choose one favorite medium. I would say if I had to make a choice, I would go for comics and TTRPGs. I'm a huge fan of fantasy in every single genre in general. Um, a very special memory I have about the podcast is our uh, Avatar The Last Airbender episode. It was absolutely hilarious. We had so much fun. And if I had to give a suggestion for the next 100 episodes, it's to keep channeling that vibrant fun energy that you folks have and yeah keep sharing that and thank you very much for having me on the show oh it was so sweet i just like listening to everyone's messages and i'm like they're like oh oh <laughs> like a bit of a giggle and then uh i think tom was like can you tell i'm reading off a script, script yeah. laugh. <laughs> well but they were like such lovely comments on the show and just how everyone enjoyed it and what everyone enjoyed about being on the show and i was like so sweet <laughs> yeah i was like oh will people remember like particular episodes or memories and stuff like uh, yeah we've got a few in there uh, i was interested to hear what people i guess which parts like people really responded to i think it was like dan yeah saying, like, have, just hearing the different voices on the video game roundtable episode mm. and then i feel like it came up multiple people i think brought, brought up about it sort of exposing them to different stories yeah yeah which is nice which it does for for me as well yeah 100 <laughs> percent. 
like, oh, I need to watch this. Oh, I need to play this. Oh, I need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I think it's like Gary says, yeah, it's like uh, Nigel makes me watch things. <laughs> yeah. Again, you just, you don't always appreciate because you're just doing it and you're like, oh, I don't really, I mean, that is the point, <laughs> but still you don't always know that it's doing that uh, until you hear it back from people. Exactly. And I think one of like the key things that we've always said we want from the podcast is to have like those different viewpoints mm. without, because obviously everyone has their opinion on the internet anyway. Yeah. yeah. But I think but one of the things, way. yeah. And that we can really have like really different opinions on the show and it just be okay. <laughs> Not be like a war <laughs> of opinions rather than just noting that we have different opinions and that's fine. And just finding other people's opinions interesting rather yeah. than having to <laughs> try and enemy. sway them. <laughs> yeah. Either the enemy or you got to have my opinion. Like, yeah. Unless it's about arcane in which you have to, like, yeah. you must, there is only one correct opinion for that. Uh, already play along. I'm trying to think like I only listened to a couple of episodes before you got me on the show. To be fair, I think they were like only a couple I mean, of yeah, episodes. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure there was <laughs> only a couple of <laughs> What were the episodes before I joined? Uh so we had it's a lot of Marvel. I mean that's not changed, but uh <laughs> was it Endgame? I had a list, I put a list down. Uh, Endgame, and then there was like a general MC. Oh no, that was the one we had you on for. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like a guest, and then was that literally the second episode? Yeah, it was literally the second episode. <laughs> and then we had a few, and then, huh? Yeah. No, to be fair, that fits. We had no guest for the first episode, and we got no guest for the hundred. I like that. It's funny because <laughs> we've got one episode that's the great debate: too much streaming. Talking about Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Just like scrolling through our episodes. That was before it came out, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think our general general consensus was yay that we can have all of our like childhood favourites in one place. Boo that Disney is monopolizing everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna laugh it up anyway. I think anyway. I I think I wasn't gonna get Disney Plus at that point. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, I've hardly paid for Disney Plus because I've got it like free with stuff most True, of yeah. the time. I think I've only actually paid for a few months. And by extension, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a a depiction of like positive female friendships that I'm I'm not sure I I see too often. Yeah, I f I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. They were just they were just friends. There was no. There was no drama between yeah, them. No, yeah, yeah, I was trying to find another word. But yeah, there was no drama. They were just, we're friends. We accept you. Yeah. We we love you. We, we're here for you. Like there was there was conflict and things elsewhere, but that was constant. Like, yeah. And it reminded me, I've not seen a bunch of Sailor Moon, but I know Sailor Moon is is known for showcasing that. And I've, speaking, I've spoken to people and we've had uh, Lara Callahan on our show uh, a couple of times and she's she spoken about sort of the positive um, female friendships in that and her not necessarily seeing that too much in in western sort of cartoons and comics yeah i'm trying to because now i'm like now you've made me think i'm trying to think of where that has been shown and i guess 
there's a couple what's it called with what are they called oh my god i can see them the powerpuff girls that's where i was going oh yeah yeah (laughs) the powerpuff girls that's one okay yeah and then i'm struggling 100 episodes done Woo! well technically 101 yeah that's true (laughs) yeah yeah, we did we kind of spoiled that (laughs) spoiled that surprise part uh but yeah no it's been good it's been good going back across like the episodes is so crazy like yeah actually one thing i didn't say is the audio quality i should have said that's one thing that's that's my like increasing improving the audio quality because yeah i can't even listen to the earlier ones as oh yeah like just click play on one of them i was like it's so like i don't even know how to describe the sound (laughs) like it makes your ears kind of like prickle a bit yeah i i get you but it's that thing you don't have to be great to get started but uh you have to get started to be great I'd be great yeah there you go. definitely 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 so before we get into today in blah do blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh there's a uh, episode 100 poopers where was i spirituality and nature especially in this film are intertwined and it's like not necessarily like a kind of somewhat agree with what Bush said like not necessarily going back to a simpler time but taking moments to appreciate a simpler time and also just being it's just appreciated and connected with with nature and again like nature and uh, spirituality being intertwined because uh, obviously like all the spirits here like represent something <laughs> Uh, whether it's a river or or something else but just like being connected and to that and not forgetting and like remembering that we are still a part of that that is that is part of us and um not like getting bogged down by by capitalism <laughs> but also the fact that like it's kind of like you can live with or without it if you're connected to nature and spirituality then whether a capitalist economy is thriving or crashing that doesn't take away from like your place and your happiness and your right to exist as much as anything else that is created in this world i mean i I loved gong gong just because like i think everyone knows that that was meant to be jackie chan he was meant to play that role but he turned it down which he's probably kicking himself now but um but then james hong got to do it who is uh we know from the Goonies and from uh, um, the Indiana Jones series, and it's his it's his comeback film basically. And what a comeback! Like he's incredible in it, and just just the way he acts is just with so much warmth. And it it kind of you can still see that kid in him, like from the Goonies and stuff. But because like he is a martial artist, like after he he, he stopped acting, he went into like fight choreography for for martial arts movies, for the Jet Li movies and things. So he can legit do martial arts, and he was a, like a stunt coordinator and stuff like that. So like you you can see what he's been up to because he, he when he is um, Alpha Gong Gong, you see him um, access that skill and 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 be up a whole load of people uh, with his martial arts, and I, I love it. Yeah. he has um he's one of these actors that i don't know there's such a authenticity about mm-hmm. the way he plays the role like he you believe him as the the disapproving father that everyone's yeah. 
sort of walking around on, on eggshells because they don't want to tell like <laughs> um the the truth about uh, his granddaughter so it's like you you believe that Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of Wayman. I'm thinking of Wayman. Sorry. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I said, I said, Gong Gong. Gong said Gong, Gong, Gong is the is the grandfather. Yeah. No, Way, Way, Wayman's the one that's my favorite character. Who was going to p- be played by Jackie Chan? But um, uh, but, oh, yeah, right, right, right. Fun okay. I will yeah. <laughs> and Craig behaves, which means for our next recording, he will act up. This is how it's gone last few. Mm. Which I should probably stop saying that. Maybe I'm just preempting. Yeah, you just yeah, you're I just, just like doing that. He's here. He can hear you. <laughs> Cover his little barriers. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop saying that. I'm just gonna let let Craig be Craig. Craig, yeah. you're doing an amazing job, sweetie. I'm so proud of you. Positive reinforcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the most positive reinforcement he's got from anyone. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about Coraline. The 20 blah <laughs> uh, i've done this before like where i don't know for some reason dates before 2010 <laughs> just throw me off don't when know you can't say like 20 <laughs> did it yeah because <laughs> i keep wanting to say add a one like 2019 and it's, um let me try that again so we are jet words <laughs> mouth <laughs> do the thing <laughs> So first off, uh, your bell, blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. Mouth, do the words. Let's try that again. What what were some of the games that you first played on the Game Boy Color? If you remember, that is. <laughs> Pushing his memory. <laughs> Have we lost him? Have we lost Oda? Oh, <laughs> uh, no way. <really. laughs> Oh, I reckon. I reckon his um, his headphones might have died. Wait, am I back? Yeah, you're, you're back now. Yeah. Oh, my computer just went to sleep. My bad. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> we spell it like orthographic, but we just take O and R and take out the A and the U, like in the traditional authors. And then yeah, that that spelling, that name just just stuck around. And then it's kind of got like a little double meaning, but um. Yeah, it's just it's stuck. We like the way it's spelled, like the way it looks. It makes sense. It makes sense to what we're trying to do. It is a very visually pleasing name. <laughs> yeah, well, well, thank you. <laughs> That's the first time someone's ever said that, you know. When we were looking at this game, we were just like, yeah, man, this is this is going to be sick. Man. Look, it's so cool. And we're going to have us on there. Look, this has never been done before. We're going to get like 100,000 downloads. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this has to get 100,000 downloads got like 300 downloads and that just humbled us completely <laughs> we were just like what just like oh we didn't do marketing and that was yeah that's the first time we got humbled completely we we're just like yeah we there's more to gaming than just making the game showing that you know they can get away with things like this and it's okay because they make a lot of money like because you touched on earlier and it's just like disappointing for a lot of different communities that like this is going to be i guess encouraged in a way from people at the top you can you can be bad. It's fine because as long as you he, make money, he, yeah. As long as you make us money, it's okay. We won't we won't do anything about it. That's a terrible message. <laughs> it really is bad. <laughs> I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it's all about the shareholders, isn't it? And if the shareholders are happy, then things t- stay the same that they are. 
I was just like looking at it, I was like, I'm questioning the like the anatomy here. <laughs> and like how uncomfortable is this for Kirby? <laughs> well, everybody knows that Kirby is actually an eldritch horror in reality, so I don't <laughs> think Kirby can even feel pain. Uh, how is he even steering the car? But yeah. I Oh god, with his tongue probably, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think a lot of indies, or uh, like my my kind of overall feeling is that uh, quite a few indies are very glad for the fact that yeah, Expo Game Pass exists and it's willing to fund. Um, because I mean, in like in film, right? Like you have like the big blockbuster films, and what happens is the film industry uses that money to fund much smaller, much riskier indie films. And this feels like a little bit like that, where I guess Xbox is being this middleman where it's, uh, yeah, like they're obviously they're earning a lot from, you know, in general, and they're, and they're able to kind of, yeah, use this money to make kind of, yeah, hopefully like make weirder games exist, right? Because there's there's room for that. And there's like, I think... Like it used to be, they used to be B games. You know what I mean? Like they, they were, they used to be these games in the middle that maybe were not super triple. You know, were not really like triple A, but they weren't like something that was made by just one person or like these sort of very small teams. Like you had the the stuff in the middle, and I think as it got to like mid two thousands, that kind of like went went down. Like they kind of disappeared, and there's only like really small indie games and really big games. And it feels like the Xbox stuff, is, uh, the Xbox Game Pass is specifically like making the the those B games have more room or have a little bit more safety net, if that makes sense. We're like, yeah, like we can just we don't have to worry too much because we've already been paid and we can so we can focus on making the game and then, yeah, can kind of continue making stuff going on from it. Funny that you said you you play in co-op because like I feel that game you could definitely play with up to four people and it would still be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm it's confusing why Nintendo only limited it to two because when I was looking at the game in general, like I it felt very very much like um, Super Mario 3D World, you know that kind of oh, gameplay yeah. in terms of like the way that the world is set up. So I think it would have been perfect for like four player co-op. You're confused why Nintendo arbitrarily limited something. Yeah, I shouldn't be really. Who uh, <laughs> <laughs> understands, Welcome you know, Nintendo decisions? Yeah. Would I be able to ask real quick? Because I I stopped watching Naruto after the like the the pain arc where he attacks the uh, the city. I I kind of see that as like the end of it because he he achieves his dream. He becomes a spoilers. He becomes a Kage, and like what what's there to see after that? Really? Like I don't really. I didn't really see a reason to carry on at that point. Is Wait, it is what? it worth it's worth going on after that? Because there's like a there's like a ninja war or something after that arc, and then it I I kind of got a bit lost with what was going on, so I stopped. So Naruto is not Hokage in oh it's in oh I, I thought he was the end of Shippuden. Oh. No, my oh this is a spoiler. This is supposed to be a spoiler-free discussion. Sorry. <laughs> but, but close your ears for like two seconds if you're okay, one okay, of uh, if you're someone like me that has not watched uh, Naruto Shippuden. But because I'm about to say who who is uh, Lord uh, Lord Lord Hokage at the end of Shippuden. Nearly said it. <laughs> yeah, it is the one and only my one true love, uh, Kakashi. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm trying to think. 
yeah, sorry, sorry to derail, derail that a little bit, but I, I, I think I stopped off that and I was mostly just kind of wondering what happens afterwards. There's a big fight, there's a big war for a bit, and then does the story kind of go anywhere else after that? Um, I'm trying to think. It takes so long for everything, so the, the Great Ninja War happens. In fact, we might want to cut this bit, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Ninja... So I don't, I'm trying to think. So Pain is like quite early on, right? Oh, I thought that was like the end of Naruto. Like, I thought it was like the final boss. No, oh, uh, pain is a pawn. <laughs> oh no, I got this just completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the whole, a whole pain. You're about to tell me this is like the first arc. Pain is the first <laughs> arc in Naruto. It's just that long. I'm trying to think, like, who's died at the point of <laughs> at that point that I can't remember. But yeah, like pain is a, a is a is a pawn, and as most as most characters are, like most villains in Naruto are until the end, uh, and then the Great Ninja War happens, and all the maybe that's at the beginning of the war. I don't know. The war takes so bloody long, and there's so many fillers. But yeah, no, it, it's really good. But then the but then the whole arc finishes. Uh, and then the last like twenty odd episodes after the Great Ninja War, just like really sweet slice of life things. But yeah, okay, back to the actual podcast because <laughs> I feel like that needs to be cut out. <laughs> I can go in the um, end of year segment. I've literally just binged it. Oh, you just binged it. I really wanted On... to watch. I really do want to watch it again. Yeah, I think when did I watch it? Like Tuesday or something. I was like, I've like been really ill this week. Mm. Or like last week, so um, yeah, one of the days I was I I thought I was just gonna start it and like watch it through the week. Yeah, yeah. And then just watched it all. <laughs> Especially when I started reading the comics of um the, the comic book. But let's start it again. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, this is gonna be a lot of uh, cuts and <laughs> for you guys. Um. That's almost, we're almost there. So, Tazzy, let's check in with our guests. Do we have Tazzy? Hello. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> got to unmute. I, 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 thought, I thought Wonder got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put some links in the show notes and go check everyone out. Make sure you do, because they're all doing some really amazing stuff. Uh, and we want to support them so they keep on doing some really amazing stuff <laughs> but um, I'll hand things back to Nigel now to wrap up if Nigel's still there uh, and that would be the mute button um, <laughs> so <laughs> let's try that again I think because I just hadn't I wasn't reading things that I wanted to read so I started to create the kind of things that I wanted to read and um, sorry my computer is just Logged me out. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> One sec. There we go. Yeah, sorry. You might want to edit that bit. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no one will ever know. Yeah, no. Shh. I'm just like, in my head, I'm, I know what they want to say, and then it's just, it won't come out of my mouth. Uh, any <laughs> strong female, strong, uh, strong, yeah, we have a specific segment where we say like 
basically a guest pro tip. So if there's anything specific that you'd want to highlight, so usually like when we talk, it's people like will bring up things and there'll be lots of advice just shared. But if there's something you want to highlight, maybe something you've already said or something you specifically want to say for that point, you can do that. And then we have a bonus round uh, and then Tazzy can throw a few extra questions at you uh, at the end, uh, things that might not fit or just, yeah, just random stuff that we put at the end. Great. Sounds good. Uh, I think that's it. Am I, was anything I'm missing? No swearing. Yes. I, I try yeah. not to swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Just in case. <laughs> no, no, I, I a reminder for myself sp- as well. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just double checking my notes. Any uh, other questions? Anything? Oh, uh, and no swearing as well. Was got yeah, I've, I have a piece of paper in front of me with a big mark saying no swearing. <laughs> I will try my best. The, yeah, what we're going to do is have our interview episode. So it's going to be like casual discussion about, yeah, about you, Feth, <laughs> about <laughs> so where, where you've come from, uh, the work you do, some thoughts around comics, Kickstarters, self-employment, that whole thing. So a bit of background by the way have have we met by any chance have you been to thought bubble we have met at a few conventions okay i was gonna (laughs) uh, i was gonna say um you know the reason i asked is because i can't remember what episode but we had when we had jed (laughs) who i had met and then forgotten that we'd met so i I said on the podcast i was like we've never met before and he's like no we have uh, oh, no. <laughs> and then as soon as he said it, I was like, yes, I remember <laughs> very clearly. <laughs> so uh, so I thought I'd ask, basically. <laughs> yes, we have met. I am the kind of ambiguous mixed race curly girl who's normally running past like <laughs> many times because I cannot stay still. And especially if I've got someone helping out, I can't help myself. I just... yeah wanting to see everyone else and what they're up to at conventions. One of the questions that we like to throw at people early on is what does creativity mean to you? And just like chuck that deep question at you to start with. Yeah, that is a, that is a big question. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, like traditionally, I think creativity would have meant, you know, doing some very formal artwork and having having it praised by people or creating very formal things and having it um, put in a gallery or listened to in a in a chamber, maybe. Um, I, I think it feels like we, like the whole creative industry is very doing what you do off rails. So it's like it's not to use a, you know, a gaming analogy it's an open it's mm. anything you do that's open world and not on rails so you can be creative in okay. any aspect anywhere of your life just doing things that are you know not the like making choices that are not obvious and sort of playing with them with your with your creative brain and turning them inside out and i think having fun with things and doing the unexpected and maybe maybe having fun with it which yeah seems really self-indulgent but i think if you if you're making something up and it's it's fun, even if you're, you know, doing the filing in your day job and you come up with an interesting new way of filing, who's to say that's not creative? I will. I wouldn't say that was creative. <laughs> I think that's 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 very good. Well done, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I speak as someone who's done many filing jobs and I've come up with many interesting filing systems. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> You've been there. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, there's not there's not always an outlet to be creative in in every in every aspect of your life, but. Well, it seems like there isn't, but there, there, there is if you sort of scratch the surface and, you know, you're, you're able to kind of muck around a little bit and 
Yeah, I feel that. It, it, I like that. It's not on the rails. It's open world. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I might steal that. You steal um, that. I, if I just said that and left it hanging, it would have sounded really a really good yeah. answer to a really good deep question, but I waffled a bit about filing. <laughs> no, it's cool. That, we, uh, we're, here, we're here for the waffle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here for that too. And it also uh, helps you just you have to make decisions on the fly and it helps you realize that it doesn't really matter what type of decision you make. Uh, Once you've made the decision, it's set and it's done and you can work with that. Things are never really done. You have 80% is drawing and writing and then you have the other 80% of editing, spell checking, which are tiny things, and then placement, formatting, you know, all the other bits. And we laugh because it's two eighty percent You know, like it's not just you can you can think that your comic is done because you've drawn all of it, you've lined all of it, you've written all of it, and you know what it's gonna look like conceptually, but then you have this other massive overhaul of finishing. So you could always go back and you could be doing it forever. Yeah, so I was really afraid, like, oh, okay, I'm an brute person if I ask this. But then again, I was like, you know what, who cares? I'm just going to ask. What's the worst that could happen? That's what I ask myself. Like, to be very honest, I always second guess things that I say or ask people. So, <laughs> um, but sometimes you just have to do it. Just just ask and like, don't let your fear of rejection get in the way of that. And no, actually, everyone was very happy and excited about the project. So I got a lot of yes. <laughs> Enjoy the journey. Because you have no idea how long that journey will last. And if it's something you really are passionate about, if you can't enjoy the journey, you'll end up getting there and thinking, oh my gosh, I kind of wasted so many years and now I'm here. I'm actually even enjoying it. So I think even the small things like, I don't know, if you post a video and you only get a couple of likes or you put on a play and only a couple of people turn up or anything if you've created something that is important to you and has meaning one is such a brave thing to do two not everyone can do this so you clearly have something and if it makes you happy and you enjoy it then go for it uh, this is going to be a highly critical episode um, oh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I completely agree. He was completely like misused, underutilized. Like, yeah, it, it was, it was terrible. Like, it just seemed like they were just setting him up for slaughter throughout the whole movie. <laughs> like, oh, this, this is the guy they're going to beat up later, basically. Yeah. You know? And it's sad because Christian Bell is such a great actor. Like, if you tell me, they're putting Christian Bell in the yeah, MCU. I'm, I'm, I'm like, wow, <laughs> like he's gonna like he's gonna bring this to new heights. Yeah. Like, but they just didn't give him the opportunity to do that with this character. And and it's sad because now we probably won't see him again. I'm a sucker for like subtlety, like especially subtle humor and just <laughs> like subtle things being spelled out where like like cause cause with the humor uh we're seeing in this movie, it's very much like 
okay, this is where you're supposed to laugh. Like it hits you on the nose. Like, like you know, they want you to laugh at this. Oh, joke. you mean like the screaming goats? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the screaming goats. So subtle. Did you miss it? But, <laughs> Let's do it again because this is so subtle. <laughs> I appreciate a short film. Like films don't need to be long, mm. but a film. I think I've, we've spoke about before, and we've we've mentioned it before. Like with just any on-screen entertainment, um, whether that's TV, movies, or video games, the story needs to be however the long the story needs to be. Yeah. Don't try and cut it down or stretch it out to fill a runtime. Make it the story. The story should be the center of how long something is. Right. And I definitely feel like there was some scenes dropped that needed to be in there. Yeah. And then like, it was very like jump cut. And I'm like, this isn't a talky YouTube video <laughs> where we need to cut out all the waffle and keep up the pace because it's just not interesting. Like we need, we need to pause. Yeah. We need to like, um, to like, get to like Gary said, we need to like, button. <laughs> <laughs> number four, like are the weapons actually reacting or is it just coincidence and then because of where four is at mentally he's projecting mm. it's definitely not that deep yeah yeah but, but <laughs> <laughs> this is, we i think we're thinking about it i feel like we're thinking about it more than uh taika Waititi. Did, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's fine that's what we like doing and we're done awesome do you know what? I didn't plan on like being so negative yeah. about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but I was just hoping like you guys would uh, <laughs> balance that out. But uh, it goes, like, it goes where it goes. Yeah, I could t- <laughs> talk about stuff, yeah. but it was like, but there's so many criticisms to bring up about it. It's like, it's like I did enjoy it, but it just it just wasn't a like background film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did feel like that. <laughs> yeah, that would help you miss a lot of the the issues as well if it was just in the background. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting to be that negative either because like I said, like when I watched it, my expectations were so low already that mm. I was just like, okay, this is it's at least like watchable one time. But um, yeah, like as you were talking, like I found myself agreeing with your <laughs> yeah. points. Like, like, yeah, that's he, he's right about that. She's right about that. You know, it's funny because I was, um, I think, was this earlier today or maybe yesterday? I was watching because when I, I like to put notes together, I just check out what other people are saying. And I watched this a video on YouTube, and sometimes I see channels where like people rant, and I don't, I don't like watching those. Like, oh, I hate this, and this is why. Da, da, da. I like if you're gonna sort of be negative about something at least like show me why and show me how you know this could be done better so i was watching this video i was quite ranty and i was going to switch off but then i found myself i'm like actually i agree with that (laughs) and i did i'm watching the whole video i'm like yeah you know what you're right you're right i can't even um i can't even disagree so it's that kind of thing and i feel it's like it's a film where because you you it is enjoyable you can watch it and my impression is it's a film where but when you go and think about it then you start to go oh actually this is you kind of break it down yeah. and it just shatters into pieces yeah, it, it does <laughs> uh, so you're like oh wait this is actually a terrible yeah, film <laughs> but yeah no if you if uh yeah you've got something to say uh say i think the good thing <laughs> is what we're what we're aiming to do with i think we do with the podcast is 
yeah. differing opinions and being able to cool. have different a difference of opinions and yeah, that yeah, yeah, being sure. okay. Um, the main thing for us, like as storytellers, it's about like mm-hmm. finding the the value in or you know yeah. lack thereof uh, with yeah, yeah, sure, um, yeah. the story. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, just say what you've uh, got to say. Also, I was just uh, going to say, I'm normally just extremely positive about most things. So. Yeah. <laughs> Unless uh, it's Ready Player One. That's literally the only thing I've been uh, like, yeah. negative I think about. I think you, uh, you, uh, you warned me about that, about your opinion of Ready yeah. Player One, I think that night. But I, I also, like that, that was, that was at like 2 a.m. So I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I thought it was my Ready Player One moment, I think. Oh, was it? Okay. Nice. Yeah. I was like surprisingly negative on that episode. It's like, afterwards, I was like, oh, that was negative me <laughs> <laughs> by the way what sounds better episode 116 or 116 I'm trying to think of like 116 116 yeah okay 116 or 116 but i think oh. 116 is like i don't know i feel like 116 all right i'm after and this might be like a, a a cultural difference i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I've been going. I like, do like 116 though. It makes it feel official. 116. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna try 116. See how that sounds. And that then sounds the next better. episode, I'll just do yeah. <laughs> just flip it, see what sounds better. But all right, cool. Let me let me work that out. But uh, I know oh, what and... 116 sounds like. You're telling the time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't figure I it out. Yeah, yeah. 116. <laughs> Why I didn't <laughs> like it, and I'm like. <laughs> I mean, if you say episode 116, then it's like it, it, the context, you know? Uh, no, True. but it's still... <laughs> it's still off. It's still right, off, 100, yeah. 116. Because 116 is kind of like a bit of a mouthful, but it's clear and it's like... It's it clear, sounds... yeah. It's also the number. It is also the <laughs> number, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It is accurate. That is, <laughs> that is a good point. Do the kinds of things that uh, run through my mind. <laughs> they're not like massively Smallest important thing. but they are yeah. like <laughs> devils in the detail right so yeah exactly hello and welcome to the story x story podcast where we discuss stories across pop culture plus give you advice on creating your own it's episode number 116 and we are going behind the story and i'm your co-host nigel i am co-host content creator and i've done that wrong <laughs> did you Co-host, co-host oh yeah you did yeah <laughs> it doesn't sound right that way <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right take two <laughs> I'm gonna just, do the just say no the 116 sounded great it's that okay all right i'm gonna do it yeah, again it didn't sound like a muscle at all <laughs> okay <laughs> there's one thing i'll say like i just want to like name was character like i just want to sort of agree here but like the only way i found to justify like why this centuries old however old he was mm. <laughs> character was still like stuck in his ways like i don't know like it, it did feel really weird and even his reaction like when he initially kills everyone uh when he's burying his mom i'm like why would you have that reaction uh in that before like you would be scared as a child versus i'm gonna kill everybody but i think he was just surrounded by a bunch of yes men like in in normal terms yeah but like i i don't know in 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 that time i was like maybe it's just a bit i can understand him not being scared like he's got powers <laughs> like 
why are you gonna be scared when you know <laughs> because you've ne- you're seeing something you've never experienced before right so like and even when he was like even when that happened it wasn't him who went out and like killed everybody by himself like his followers like his people did right like they all came up and they were all fighting i mean i can understand them fighting because yes yes because they remember so maybe that's why remember. but like but it was him that had the look in his eye he gave the command like yeah, <laughs> like that was a him move not a them move <laughs> you think it was because his mother told him about what happened like how they got driven out from the land and maybe that's what clicked so i just think that's his natural that's he's just him. an evil who person who is. likes to kill people. <laughs> yeah, because there was no other like reason. Like, like you said, he's never seen that. So why would he yeah. react with violence if he's never experienced violence? I that's not in him. That's not mm. like a. That's not a very usual reaction for someone if they have never experienced. It's violence. Also, like he's been around for five hundred years. Why hasn't he like tried to fight? Yeah, I feel like at the the time when he should have fought like the the upper world or whatever it was when like we were shooting like pellets out of like guns that we had to like shove stuff in. I'm sorry, I don't know what it's called, uh, gunpowder <laughs> in or whatever. Like he's been around that long. Like he could have just he could have handled things by yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, why wait we until now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like my just like in my head, I was like, how can I justify like this character and like his lack of growth? throughout so many years like why have you never processed anything yeah like and a like my conclusion was a he's just unsettled like naturally unsettled because he chose violence when he'd never experienced it like what (laughs) what's wrong with you um and then the fact that like when i watched it the thing that came to mind because i also thought like he's extremely childish for someone that's lived for so long and Mm -hmm. knows so much he's so childish and it made me think about like a a book on trauma and psychology that i was reading which is where you're emotionally you like your your age freezes so you're emotionally stuck in a point where you experience trauma right oh wow so you think like that's, that's where like when he saw that that's where he was <laughs> like he's just a 10 year old yeah. emotional boy yeah, going on rampages that's the only like he's so immature like he's extra immature yeah. and he's extra old so there's nothing that makes sense <laughs> and even yeah. if this was the case i'm like i don't know how you went that long without processing your emotions yeah. But the thing and is, is like if you have a, a bunch of people around you who don't think anything you you're doing is wrong, it you're never going to need to grow, right? Yeah. So like all of his and they pe- worship him as right. a god as they well. They worship him. So like everything he does is like I think the only time somebody questioned him was at the very end. They were like, mm-hmm. why why didn't we like you know completely kill them? And mm-hmm. that's probably like, the late. smartest thing that he. <laughs> Yeah, he was just like, well, I was about to get my butt beat, so. <laughs> it you was know? die or surrender. <laughs> yeah. So it was, you know, it was either that or. <laughs> the, um... That's very fascinating. I also feel like I understand Donald Trump a bit more now, but uh, anyway. The, um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, 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 and then there's. I'm gonna send a different link just to have a backup, um, just in case, because although Craig has been well behaved, uh, the scars are still fresh from when. <laughs> oh, not even mess up. Uh, just you know, a bit of a bit of a diva. Craig has been, but those were that's that's the old Craig. 
this is the new Craig with new interface and uh, he, he sticks around for the whole call. Right, Craig? Yeah, Craig. Look at Craig go. Man. He's like, you're right. Craig is well behaved now. <laughs> well, <laughs> Probably like, heard us uh, constantly. I know. I just he had that moment of like, you know, that soul searching moment. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so I need to fix up. So in each interview, we ask our guests to give advice for aspiring creatives and professionals. At cre- oh, let me start that bit again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nigel. Um, <laughs> has your experience of um, of your industry so far matched your expectations for your universal? Oh, blah blah blah. Sorry, Nigel. You're gonna have so much editing to do. It's now uh, Nigel's turn to ask a few questions uh, that didn't quite fit in anywhere else. And I do. Oh, that would be the mute button. So I had a handle on it uh, over this interview. It was like, it got me. It's just been, it was just waiting until the end. It was like, um, so what I was going to say, what does creativity mean to you? I mean, you call it a simple question. <laughs> Did I say simple? I mean, deeply thought-provoking. Sorry, I, I get those mixed up. Sometimes I use edge. Oh, I remember you mentioned that. Was that for a specific reason? Yes, very specific. I use edge to watch Netflix on my laptop. Um, for some reason, Netflix runs better on edge than any other oh. browser. Wait, so you don't use the app? Uh, not on not on my laptop, no. I don't I don't like having apps. apps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on my laptop. Yeah, like I think it's because like on my laptop. I mean I don't use it on the on my desktop either. That's because I already watch Netflix on my desktop. Mm. But um I find like just having the Adobe Creative Suite is enough. <laughs> <laughs> like that's enough junk on my my uh my uh, laptop. I'm very minimal when I can be. Okay. Especially with my laptop. Because I I think because I have to have so much software just for streaming that I'm like yeah, takes anywhere up space I can and everything. Yeah, exactly. Anywhere I can cut software. Um and I think browser just is just as good. Mm. I just saves there being like extra things to worry about going wrong on your computer. I feel like I've gone the opposite. I've just like added apps. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I just uh, I just added a Crunchy Roll app. Wow. Yeah, and, uh, and that was like another app. And then I got um so I got what? software for the, this microphone and now it's like another app that started up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See that's why I don't use stuff that like runs perfectly well on web. If I don't need an app for it, I don't have an app for it basically. Yeah. I think yeah, that's sensible. That's fair. Yeah. Do you find any benefit to having like the Crunchyroll app? Um, I think the the main thing, reason why I, I do this probably is because I have so many tabs open. <laughs> that's, that's, actually, that's actually a real reason, um, really, because I'm even looking at it now. It's like there's so many tabs open. I'm like, I will just get lost. So uh, actually, in a in some way, just streams like streamlines it. Okay. I need okay, to work yeah, on getting these tabs sense. down. I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't trust myself to have my tabs safe when I close the window because I know it will just get 
bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and I'll never make the decision yep. to yeah. close those. Unless fre- fresh slate every time I open my browser. It took me quite a while to get into comics, considering that um, even as a child, um, I was always encouraged to my creative my creative instincts are always encouraged. Uh, my granddad does caricatures, and my mum does a whole variety of different types of art. And they they really encouraged me to in my drawing. And a couple of t- some teachers when I was younger who said wildly, yeah, what felt like looking back feels like wildly exuberant praise at a young age that made me feel like drawing was something that I could do and that writing was something that I was good at, which just made me do it all the time, constantly. That's probably the main one for me is that one of the judges on one of the tournaments that I got to the semi, no, I got to the finals for, not doing comics so much as it was illustrated prose that I was doing then. But one of them said uh, a piece of what intended was to be criticism, which was that my pl- my plot was quite soap opera-esque in that story. And even g- looking back, I can absolutely see what they mean. But also at the time I went, yeah, but I'm happy with that, you know? And that made me realize that your story is simply not going to speak to some people. They're simply not going to like what you're doing, even if you are totally happy with what you're putting out there. I just had the D&D alignments popping up in my head as you were saying it. So Batman's lawful mm. good, Selina Kyle's lawful neutral, or chaotic, no, mm. maybe even chaotic neutral. Chaotic, I don't know. chaotic neutral, yeah. The Riddler is chaotic evil, and Falcone's lawful evil. There you go. I think when he looks into the eyes of the Riddler, he's like, that could be me. Because you know when, when one of the Riddler's minions is like, I am vengeance, and the I'm evil vengeance, keeps like, yeah, saying, yeah. like, he's like, it's fear in his face. Like, like, is that, oh, is that what, what I, I sound like? like? <laughs> <laughs> is that what I sound like when I say I'm vengeance? I loved, I loved her outfit in that one. I loved her wig. That was a bit where I was like, oh my God, I want to cosplay this specific Selena outfit. But just even like the, the hesitation, there was like a slight hesitation and thinking about it and then interruption. And yeah, I just really liked that whole that whole sequence uh, that was my favorite part i'm getting better at this picking favorite yeah, things aren't favorite I? Is, uh, <laughs> yeah well I, I figured if i asked you enough times you <laughs> i like i feel like it just actually opens up for like standalones that are complete standalones but still it's like well that's you you know that's from earth five to eight i don't know how many there are <laughs> whatever whatever number you want to throw in there like and i just think it would i think the only thing is well that i would want from it wait, wait which one did you say you said five five three eight i don't that's, know i just made up that wouldn't work. that's all jelly beans sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm, yummy um <laughs> but what event was you at though uh tazzy a game of girls night in Oh, okay. And then, yeah. That's cool. Last night was really, really, it's really cool. It's like blending like makeup, fashion, hair, and uh, gaming. And it's so funny because, um, like, there's always like this comment, especially like obviously on social media, because that's where all the silly things are said. But um, that, like, oh, well, like women dress for men, right? And I was like, at this event, I'm like, this is the the purest evidence that women do not dress for men. <laughs> they dress for other women. Because <laughs> everyone is like in some amazing outfits, like everyone's done. 
mm. done up. And I don't see that at events that is a mixed event. Like, yeah, some people will be done up, but like even people that are very casual in like their their fashion were like wearing their best of this casual like even people that are like more like baggy t-shirts and baggy jeans they're wearing like their nicest baggy t-shirts and baggy (laughs) jeans like there's effort there's conscious thought into how this was put together (laughs) is there like any particular resources that you look for when you are developing like a skill set for a particular costume youtube the great school of YouTube um, <laughs> is on like okay, honestly, like I have I have two degrees, right? I have two degrees. Uh, one of them's a costume degree. I've learned more from YouTube about <laughs> making costumes than I have from either of them. Like sometimes some like an artist might be like, Can I get this tool? I'm having trouble making like this type of asset, but if I had this tool, that'll be really helpful for me. And I'm like, leave it with me and then I'll run off and I'll talk to like the discipline lead, I'll talk to the finance team, like, can we buy this or we can we afford it is that cool can we buy this tool talk with the programmer like this tool's not going to break any of the game right and then like just be able to close that loop give it back to the person and then seeing them now do their best work or like living their best life now and you're like i i made that happen like kind of like a little bit like i helped i made that happen like oh thanks man and like being really generous and like people be grateful is the word i meant to use not generous and then sort of them knowing that you're someone who's like looking out for them and got their back and then they like in turn they like got your back too and it's like everyone's like getting on and just enjoying working together i guess so yeah i i do get pleasure from like helping others to just be their best i'm very much an enabler i'm I'm starting to learn about myself enabler in a good way though yeah you should burn down that house yeah i should do that <laughs> like, Mike, i want to burn this house well let me get you yeah. some matches let yeah. me get you, I mean, don't worry, don't, you don't worry about it i'm gonna get you yeah. these matches i'm gonna get you this life <laughs> fluid. i'm gonna handle it for you ds was like what got me through uni like having a ds and i had like I was importing games on there. I had like Jump Superstars, Jump Ultimate Stars, which was like the Shonen Jump, oh, like Smash Brothers type game. Yeah, there were so many game. cool games on the on the on the DS. It was like remember GTA Chinatown Wars? That yeah. was a killer. That was awesome. Tony Hawk's American Skateland. That was amazing. Like oh, Brain man. Training. Was a good. Oh, game Brain a good Training. Console. Oh my god. Like WarioWare <laughs> Touched. I think WarioWare <gasps> Touched is maybe. That's such a great game. And like, I know I've, myself, I've told people like, hey, the company I'm at, we're literally hiring. Have you applied for that job yet? And they'll be like, I'm going to get back to it. I'm not sure if I'm ready for the... I'm like, you should just apply. Just apply because you don't know. You might just... Like, don't worry about ticking off every requirement on the job thing. You just put it in because I guarantee you people who are way less qualified are also applying. But if the fact they've applied and you haven't, immediately they're closer to getting the role than you are. Yeah, you shoot so you a shot, right? You've got to miss, shoot your shot. Every miss hundred percent of the shots you don't shoot. Wait, yeah. Don't shoot. Don't take that one. Yeah. <laughs> they both work. They only really drop that in towards the end. Uh, Nigel, are you still there? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I've been on mute and I didn't even uh, realize. That um, feels like you're way too quiet. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I wasn't saying a whole lot, but uh, there were some things that you have now. You have now missed, uh, and I forgot what they are. Sorry, I'm just like on mute because I'm munching crisps. That's I'm all right. really what, what crisps are you eating? Um, I just finished off half a packet of these ones called Hercule. 
what the, the character from Dragon Ball Z. No, they're like they're not even really crisps. They're made by with dull corn and rice. Oh, okay. Which I recently discovered, and I absolutely love that. I think they are new. I recently discovered, and they're amazing. Um, so I finished those off, but now I'm onto a second packet of crisps, which is just basic salt and vinegar. You know what? I've got a lot of stuff from our sponsors, so I don't know what to pick from. Oh, nice. So I, I don't. That's what I need to be sponsored by snacks. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah to get a snack sponsorship. <laughs> that's what it's about. Well, depending on the type of cheese that you make, yeah, it's not just like still. I've never made cheese before, so I wouldn't know if to be honest. With I you. know it from a story about mice. Mice. Yeah, there's like a I don't know, like a. It's, it's like a nursery rhyme or something, isn't it? Yeah, or something. I don't know, but it's like two mice fall into a thing of milk and one of them just drowns and dies or something and then the other one keeps paddling and paddling and eventually it turns into cheese and he can climb out wow how do we (laughs) (laughs) so that's how i know that cheese is made from stirring (laughs) you know what that needs to be a podcast episode you guys need to do that for (laughs) that would be funny (laughs) fucking google the the story That sounds like a fever dream. I don't even think that's a real story, Ned. <laughs> no, no, no. It's definitely like it's one of those little like little like kids warning tales, what are they called? Oh, uh fables? fables. Yeah, I guess. I think fables are bigger, but this is just like a little Fable Bites. Fable bites. Fable bites. <laughs> New segment. Fable bites. Oh, this is the thing. There's another. There's a. There's a book called "Who oh, Moved My Cheese." And like, uh, sorry, I, it just came into my mind because you said "Fable Bites" and I was thinking "Bagel Bites," and then somehow they're called <laughs> "Cautionary Tales." That's I think that's the name. Yeah, of, that's oh, the one. Yeah. Okay. that is quite a. That's a jump. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I I think we've been through all our guests. Big big guests. Big guests, big amount of guests, you know what I mean. Big numbers. <laughs> <laughs> big games, big numbers. Imagine this though, right? I can't remember the the name, but you know in Mad Max Fury Road, there's like the big guy who like owns all of the water. Oh, mm. the, the very big guy. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tom Nook as as that in like a (laughs) dystopian future capitalist nightmare show. I can actually see that. You actually find out that the real reason that you're on an island is because the rest of the world has um, actually crumbled. (laughs) A bit like in uh, (laughs) the anime Seven Seeds on Netflix. Uh, (laughs) No, it's not actually your mum writing to you. If there are any artists out there, make it happen. <laughs> no, it's just kind of like, which shows do you think? Yeah, and then all of a sudden we've just went in the rabbit hole. The Animal Crossing series is the darkest of all the <laughs> properties. It has to be. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I do hope, and I do believe that what we saw in this trailer is not how it's going to sound when the film is released. I don't believe that. Specifically if anything, Mario. just watch the Italian mix. The Italian dub seems much better, more oh, energetic. Or just I get seen that. I check that. Charles Martinet, <laughs> the actual voice of Mario. Oh, yeah. Imagine making a film where you have a fantastic voice actor already and you decide not to use him. I don't understand. Like, I get that it's like 
it would be quite a uh, a lot to listen to that accent for like an hour and a bit <laughs> like sure but still <laughs> why would you piss chris pratt to do it oh, like that's that's the thing though like what i was saying if you hire a voice actor you can tell them oh can you do it yeah do it more like this do it more like because they they literally like they've been to school for it like they've trained their voice specifically to be able to deliver a certain thing whereas a classical actor it's not just exactly it's It's such a different skill it's such a different skill so taking a classic actor and trying to get them to do something that is one so iconic and two so nuanced is it just seems stupid but then yeah. it also makes me wonder why doesn't anyone else do that? But I don't but, know. I mean, when you look at it that way, it does make sense. But I just, it doesn't make sense to do that kind of thing from a PR perspective. I mean, no. even in what you just read, that basically translates to, I know that you've just had possibly the worst two years of your life and you're really poor. And now we're <laughs> going to charge you more for something. Like, that's what it is. Yeah, when actually the video games industry just want that as a soundbite. It's true though. You just, absolute facts. Uh, don't forget to check out our own stories on the Maya Map. <laughs> and we're also going to be taking over one of the screening rooms to play the quarry on the big screen. So those tickets are available. Um, stay tuned to the My Mother. Huh, messed up my own brand name. Yeah, try that again. Um, but Craig has been doing a great job. I'm praising Craig. He's been consistent. He's been in. He's yeah. turned a new leaf. It's it's all good. Craig has definitely like stepped up. Yeah, oh, that's good. Took some feedback on on uh, action. Those improvements. He took on board our, our many criticisms. Graham, you can edit this out. Uh, not Graham. What was it? Was it Craig? <laughs> <laughs> uh, where is this? Oh, that would be a level up for Craig. Yes, self edit. Oh, that's some like Craig AI. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't I, know I, if I want Craig to be that powerful. No, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Craig is fine where he is. If you can learn how to ask what the sign says then <laughs> then you, you don't need to learn how to read the sign right well i mean it'll be still good if you could read the sign but like you know you can still find your way <laughs> exactly right like you could point at the menu and be like i'd like one of these please and point at the menu without having to learn how to read the menu that always yeah i tried that though the one way it falls short because uh, i was in japan and i wanted to because you know you can point at things and i knew mm-hmm. that but the time i needed it i was already inside so I didn't know how to say, come outside with me. So I could point <laughs> at something. Uh, and then this whole, this whole situation, there were two ladies at the table next to us. who were just like finding this whole thing amusing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it works. It works up until a point is what I'm saying. Yeah. We did a games night uh, on Fortnite. That was an interesting experience. That was interesting because we didn't play like Fortnite. Play custom games. Oh, right. Oh, that was a very um, interesting. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> was it like racing and stuff like that? And mazes? Uh, a lot of cars, a lot of building and rounds that we didn't know when or how you win. Yeah, what was going on? <laughs> there was one that was like some weird car thing. The last one. <laughs> there was a couple of car bombs we played, but one was just really weird. And we were like, <laughs> it kept counting down to something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this big thing, don't leave. Like this big thing is coming. It's like okay, okay. And then 
I don't even know what it, it didn't mean anything to me. <laughs> when it, no. And it was like, it's here. And we're like, what's here? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was an interesting one. You'll find the highlights on YouTube. And I think as well, like, because you're like me in terms of like, didn't necessarily get into Star Wars with the main series, right? So, yeah. like, not that I don't like the main series Star Wars, but I don't I, like I don't feel attached to any of the storylines or like want to yeah, dig no, deep. That's me. All right, so how, how did you get with, into it? Like I love you. I did get into it from watching. Well, not into it. I watched all like the Star Wars growing up. My my aunt's literally obsessed that my cousins are named <laughs> after like wow. Luke and Leah. <laughs> Oh, and wow. um, <laughs> so I watched them, but it's not until Mandalorian that I felt like any. Oh, so like, recently. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Like I've watched wow. them and like enjoyed them. And I like I, I, I really enjoy some of the films, but not like not the way people are like, I don't care about the law. I don't I don't care about it as a universe. But the Mandalorian, yeah. I was like, it's got you now. I'm like, I want to know. Yeah, like, I want to understand yeah. it now before I've just been like, oh, lightsabers and droids. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of, yeah, kind of similar because I, I don't even think I didn't watch the original. I might have watched the first one like fairly early on, um, maybe in like the night. No, I would have think I would have been too young. But around the time the middle trilogy came on, that was my like proper awareness. And I remember thinking the middle, I watched trilogy. The middle trilogy. <laughs> And I remember thinking, like, I don't know what is all that the is about. Yeah, the prequels. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I don't remember. I don't know what all the fuss is about. This isn't that great. <laughs> and obviously, I know why. Um, so then, watching the <laughs> uh, the originals, and then watching the latest one. But for me, the I think the first thing I got excited about Star Wars was um, the game Knights of the Old Republic. I don't know if you played mm. that. That I, I love that game. Missed that, but I've always heard good things about it. Yeah, that's like one of my all time sort of top definitely top 10 uh games and i was like i just yeah love this universe um the, the world the characters uh in it um and then i think the film wise was um uh what's the we did it for the podcast oh um, the um oh. my brain the, the not main the story prequel. one yeah yeah the prequel. Uh, oh was it rogue one rogue one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Rogue rogue one, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Uh, and then, yeah, the Mandalorian. And, uh, and then here we are today. No, we do like, like we said at the beginning, it's like, it's good sort of bringing criticism, support thing, because just as long <laughs> as it like makes people think, um, I think mm-hmm. that's, the, yeah. that's the best thing, hearing other people's opinions that are different, think, that might be different from your own. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think people have commented on the, like give, given us feedback on the podcast before as well about really enjoying that when there is like, different opinions it's just still a conversation and mm-hmm. it's just mm. good um and i think i like that about this podcast because yeah. i know i'm someone that's super positive like mm. <laughs> i don't mean to like... be contrarian but i uh, I, I went to uh, I, I was hanging out with some friends the other day and um i was meeting uh, basically a friend of mine their partner um for the first time and meeting a couple of their friends for the first time and obviously we had a lot of great discussions about lots of things but they were like mark do you have anything positive to say say and i was like <laughs> oh really oh no i don't want to be that person <laughs> you become that guy oh no i, I, I like lots of things <laughs> 
I have a massive imagination and then mm. I'll bring up like really random threads of themes or connections. Mm. And Nigel was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure how you got that one out there. Yeah. But... <laughs> I don't know. It's either one of those things where we'll just be all disappointed by the film or even more so because it, <laughs> of what it does to the book or yeah. something like, oh, it, was, oh, it escapes me. There's something that's a good... Oh, um, like I would say personally, Game of Thrones, where the, the two things, mm. last season notwithstanding, but the two things are valid in their own right. Yeah, I'd agree. With so that. I don't know what this is, but uh, it would be interesting. I do now. I want to, I think I'm going to go to Waterstones and pick up a. Well, I feel uh, like it's, they're going to be good in their own right, because I feel like the film of Bullet Train. Oh, I don't know, though. I'm I'm going to say I'm probably glad that I watched Bullet Train first because, man, Ready Player One's really starting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the other? Um, is it uh, Golden Compass? One of my favourite books of all time, and just the movie. What they were just dreadful. Ah, oh, wait, Golden Compass. So uh, upset. Uh, Philip Pullman. Uh, Philip Pullman books. Yeah. Yeah, The Northern Lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. no, those are great. Yeah, uh, and the movies the are dreadful, truly. Oh, okay. They, they only made the first one, didn't they? Didn't they then make a TV show or something? I, I, don't know. Know. I think I remember Penelope mentioning something. But yeah, no, the books are really good like that. Mm. We should do like a, maybe like this is a next year thing, is um, to read the bullet train and then <laughs> compare. <laughs> a compare a follow-up episode in about two yeah. years once we've actually had time yeah. to start and read it. We have done yeah. this. We have precedent for have this. You? We did, um, what did we do? Um, oh, of course. <laughs> our our favourite. Um, <laughs> uh, Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, okay. Discovering yeah. it's based off a manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Reading Brilliant. the manga. And then, so we did an episode on both. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We some... were pleasantly surprised the manga... by the film, and then okay. even yeah. more pleasantly surprised by, by the manga. The book, yeah, actually, that was another <laughs> one where both of them are different, but yeah, stand in their, their own right. Yeah, in yeah. Their own right. I actually really enjoyed because I I went to see it when it was it was still called what was the old name? Oh, um, Edge of Tomorrow, which yes. I think is a cleverer name. If I'm yeah. so. Edge of Tomorrow oh. is the film name, right? No, so the. It was the film name, and then it, the film name got changed to Live, Die, Repeat. No, I thought it got changed from Live, Die, Repeat way... to Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. Oh, was it the other way around? Yeah. Okay, What's the right, manga okay. called? Live, Die, Repeat. All you, no, All okay. You Need Is Kill. All You Need Is Kill, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So the all You Need Is Kill is such kill. a manga name. That's an yeah, awesome know, name. Right. <laughs> oh, that's great. doesn't tell you anything either, no. so it's even better. We have our recording bot, our well-behaved uh, recording bot. We have the backup. Are you going to get so much praise this Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to be like a completely different tone to the, <laughs> uh, to last year's best of. Oh my God, Craig, I've missed you. I've not heard that voice in so long. <laughs> Can't forget Craig. Never forget Craig. That's was cool he, was he recording our podcast, Nigel? It was him, wasn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Great, because it's always the guests have no idea. Well, he was... uh, He wasn't (laughs) consistently well-behaved, was he? (laughs) Yeah, I think he's... He started behaving for us uh, Mm. recently. So we've been constructively criticising his performance and then 
he took the notes, which is always good to see. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, he yeah. deserves a bashing sometimes, but when he when he <laughs> performs, it's all right. <laughs> oh, actually, just uh, before we go, um, just a double check. Skies, am I pronouncing your name Tunley Stainton? Yeah. Okay, cool. The, the amount of surprise I had just then. Yeah, I was going to say, does that, does that not happen? Like, you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, when I lived in Cyprus, I used to get Satan a lot. Like, because oh, for some reason, like, some Greek issues. people really struggled with it. We are joined by the devil today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must be Satan. But yeah, it's like Horizon. Absolutely love that. The first thing I did was just get the story done because I didn't want it spoiled. I didn't want to see someone tweeting about anything like that. I just did the story. And then I was like, actually, I'm not bothered about the side quest now. I know the story. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I have to like side quest and do everything and then finish it. And that's the Here only I way. I am like defending Breath of the Wild with my life. But <laughs> I don't think like Breath of the Wild is not that story driven. Like the main... Yeah, it's not. It's not the game that's the problem. It's it's me how I play. Like my, most, my personal motivation. Yeah, my personal motivations. Like I totally understand that that's the type of game it is. But my personal motivations. If I finish like the story of a game, doesn't matter how small it is. That I no longer. I'm no longer motivated to play the game. I have zero motivation. Oh, like I've picked it up so many times. Like I would go back and play Wind Waker. 10,000 times before I play Breath of the Wild again. Listen. Guys, like, <laughs> <bites. laughs> This panel's going to break up before we even start yeah. shooting. <laughs> My brain is not ready for this. To be talking on stream, oh god. To be fair, is your brain ever ready? You have a point. You have a very good point there. Yeah, this is true. My brain is never ready. I am 100% winging it, like 100% of the time. Oh, I relate no to that. It's the best way to do it. Me and Nigel were discussing whether I'd be better or worse if I prepped. I don't like doing prep. No, you like panic calling me 10 minutes before and then we're like, can we I'm just so through it? <laughs> can you not call me out like this? <laughs> I, I love a prep game Where I prep and I research like everything. And then make it look like I haven't, so people are surprised. Yeah, wow. I'm quite good at prepping and then like pretending that I'm not reading it and just like saying the words a bit slower and like throwing in like a wild and or an otherwise, you know. And then they're just like, "Wow, she's so eloquent!" And I'm like, I literally have my notes right here. <laughs> I'm like, well, I was just gonna say like with uh, like the my matter stuff, uh, Nigel does all the prepping and I just read. <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, and uh, yeah, and I'm like, that's not right. I'm, what I'm reading is not right. Nigel, what are you doing to me? <laughs> sabotage, <laughs> sabotage. Yeah, I mean, we just we're just communicating as much as we can. We talk to each other all the time, and just we do what we can. But yeah, there's like your work life, and then just like life, life with the COVID and lots of different stuff is happening. And then there's this other side of it, which is like yeah, the fucking place stuff. It's been tricky. It's been tricky, but I think we've got some cool stuff coming up. We managed to do, like, from lockdown, this um, BAFTA takeover. And we did the Black History Month 100. We made, like, these 100... Um, we highlighted 100 different Black creators from, like, around the world, and that was cool. So I think it's just, like, when we get a chance, like, trying to find time and just trying to do a little bit, like, little bits and pieces, I don't think that answers the question. Maybe you can edit that and make it sound better. <laughs> yeah.
I know it's there. It's on the tip <laughs> of my brain. Um, yeah, so like not like forced, but that's not the word. It's like yeah. What is it? Why can't I remember? Yeah. Oh no! Oh, you know it's like the more you try and remember it, the thing you know the yeah. worse, the further away it gets. Right? <laughs> yeah, we can't chase the word. <laughs> Edit it so we sound smart. But it feels like that. <laughs> it feels like just doing it right. You're just doing like, like, like word here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh no, I've completely lost the word. I'm so annoyed. Um, That's all right. It's performative. Gone. Performative. Performative, yeah. Yes, right. yes with the assist. We're but gonna, yeah, it feels a bit. We're going to edit that. I thought if I can't program, then I can't be a developer. Obviously, that's not the case. And I'm sure, you know, in your discussions and previous podcasts, you've talked about all different realms and jobs in the games industry and, and ways to get into it. But when I was at that age, I thought, well, the dream's over. I'm not going to be a developer because I also don't have any art or like animation skill. So in my mind, that was done deal. Probably not going to happen. Whenever you're like offered a contract or offered like an affiliate ship or anything like this, you suddenly have to like do the thing that you're really, really bad at, which is thinking that you're worth <laughs> what you are actually worth. And yeah. that, you, that you are meant to be there and you, you like... Oh boy, if you can just for like, just long enough to pay attention to this contract, put on the hat that makes you worthy, because you need to be wearing it at that point. Because yeah, you need absolutely. to know your value and be able to set your boundaries. Yeah, the process can be anywhere from six weeks to like six months. I mean, I, I presume the Activision deal with that where Microsoft purchased them it must have been in progress for literally months and months. Like it's not, and again with Sony, it's the same deal with Bungie. It's not something you can just react to. It's not like a two-week job. And you're like, oh man, they're buying them, right? I'm just gonna pull out my wallet and buy these guys. But yeah, it doesn't quite work like that. The thing is, as well, if you look at like the long, long-term effects of this, like we're we're moving into the metaverse, right? So mm, yeah, we, these we've aren't... gone through this whole podcast without saying <laughs> metaverse. Saying the, I, was, I, know. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> sure whether to, to drop in. in or to make that like a whole other <laughs> podcast. It has to come up, and like these these acquisitions aren't like thinking about like next year or the next couple of years. They're oh, thinking yeah. about like the whole shape of what not just the internet looks like what humanity looks like because yeah. let's be real that is like we're moving into like the next next stage of society there's a i really need to get the name of this book someone was telling someone else about a book that's about how like conflict is uh beneficial for progress yeah okay. and just yeah. like how important it is to have conflicting views on things Oh, 100 percent because it you know a lot of the time i'm like oh i mean this is like a whole other conversation i love this i literally <laughs> but like there was this documentary on netflix called um the social experiment or like the social oh uh, uh, what was it called i know i didn't watch it but i know it it because uh, it popped up the... yeah it's it's basically a documentary that talks about how social media has evolved over time and how basically the algorithms in there are designed to promote engagement mm. and so what happens is when you make an account you know it's got all these data points on an individual it figures out what you like what your views are what your beliefs are and then it shows you 
information that backs up your own point of view. So, you know, you might it, this they they talk about in the context of like Republicans versus Democrats in the American elections. And you know, if you are if its data points say that this user is heavily Republican, they the algorithm will spend some time like showing you pro Republican articles and propaganda and stories and social media posts that support your view. Mm. And then when something important happens in the news, like a debate or something like that, it will then show you tweets from the other side. So from Democrats, for example, and then it basically uh, you'll let you'll you'll get angry and you'll tweet like I just read this article that completely <laughs> like like dis disproves this, and then they start becoming keyboard warriors and they fight back. And the reason they do this is because the algorithms have figured out that the best way to get engagement on the pro on their platform is through conflict. So they literally like the algorithm preps people, makes them <laughs> like it, they kind of widen the spectrum of views. And then they let them clash at a specific time and the engagement just goes through the roof. And I was just like, that is absolutely bonkers. Like, Crazy but that's mad. literally how it's evolved naturally. It's mad. Wow. So you might know Splash Damage from their work on Dirty Bomb, the Gears of War franchise, Brink or Wolfen. <laughs> Rewind. But the studio is beginning an exciting new chapter. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd be so funny. <laughs> Especially when you're tired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these are going to be fun. <laughs> but the studio is beginning a new, ex a new exciting chapter. That does make sense, but it's just because it wasn't okay. Let me do this. But the studio is beginning an exciting new chapter with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good job I don't have any lines on set this week <laughs> so we are joined by founder and CEO of former <laughs> let me um, I might have to try that one again sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll follow the journey oh yeah, yeah. it's all good for the uh, end of year episode Um, so I did one on She-Hulk recently, and um, I got this really uh, long comment from someone saying how trash the show was and this, that, and the other. I just thought, ah, whatever. Oh, really? Just, just ignore wanna... it. What did you think? I, I, I don't want to, because I wanted, I don't want to keep you, but I just no, wanted right. to, because I feel I didn't explain my She-Hulk thing. But so, because <laughs> I, I want to do a deep, because I have a lot of thoughts in this. But because like for me, it was a uh, because it that. The whole fourth wall breaking. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, the best shows at that are uh, Parks and Recreation and The Office. Unfair yeah. comparison because, like, especially with The Office, it was like you're talking about one of the best shows ever. But because that was in my mind, it's like it wasn't. It never got. Is like nowhere near that. So for me, it's like yeah. uh, it's not that. But that's a me thing. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, just this idea that just people not liking it because it's female character and from a yeah, female perspective just, and yeah, a very female crazy. perspective show, which. Mm might not be for some people but doesn't mean it shouldn't exist and yeah yeah, yeah. i just feel there's a lot <laughs> yeah i feel like with a lot of things these days though that people are sort of it has to be it's it's about me it has to be yeah. about me it's about me yeah and it's just like they just don't get that these shows can exist for other people that yeah. they can enjoy it i think it's if a show's good mm. if if good shows exist you shouldn't like all of them mm -hmm. you shouldn't like 
every show. Otherwise, yeah. that means we have a bad selection of shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, like she, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I think it, it obviously could have had. I thought it could have been a bit longer. I thought the episodes could have been a bit longer to sort of flesh things out a bit. But I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, it was just something new, something fresh. It was funny. But yeah, I think yeah. people just had it in their head to hate it from even before it released. So oh yeah, it was yeah. I don't really remember first watching it, but I remember the feeling of first watching it. Like I remember it just being like this really, really, really creepy film. And I'm trying to think how old I was in 2009, and I fully can't think <laughs> that that much. Okay, we're in 20, 2023. No, we're in 2022, 22, not 23 yet. Yeah. <laughs> So that was how many years ago? Uh, um, what's that? 13, 13 years. years ago. So I was like, I was a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is what my math can do today. The, the way when I watched it, a, a lot of the times I'd be, I'd forget that it was actually stop motion because it does look so good. It just looks it's so smooth. Exactly. So it, it felt like it was computer generated in some places. But I feel like with, First of all, I think stop motion is just the people that do it are amazing. Like it's, it takes so much skill to do. It just feels like it has a bit more heart to the movies, if that makes sense. Like, like I love computer generated sort of graphics, um, like animated movies. But when it's done in stop motion, it just feels like there's something, I don't know, something very sort of earthy or real about the animation, which I, I really love. I think as well. Just as you're sort of reading that out, what I realised, like, this, this, this film is a kid's film, and it very much, oh, it's a family film, but it's sort of, like, with the child in mind, right? And it, um, it really, it really, like, what seems to be the theme is about, like, like, this idea of, like, be careful what you wish for, like, appreciate the family you've got. But also, it's kind of a very good reflection of like your adult life, of this idea of like you slowly, like things slowly creep up on you and in, in, in a way that you like feel comfortable until you get to a point where you're like, hold on a minute, I don't quite, I don't like this position I'm in. I don't like this job that I'm oh, in. I don't like this, ooh. this path <laughs> I've chosen in life. I don't like this relationship I'm in I don't know like the, these things that happen to you in your adult life that just slowly kind of come upon you because there's like these little things that aren't quite right but you just like oh but you know and you're like but this is better than the the alternative or like the thing that you really should be doing or or the path that is your own um until like you get to a place where it's like no wait this is this is terrifying like <laughs> This is this is not what I want in life. I, I don't want to be here. What am I doing? And then you kind of get to that point where it's like, you either got to escape or you are stuck there. <laughs> and it kind of does have that like real, real reflection. Um, there's like kind of like an analogy of, of uh, like life being just that little bit uncomfortable, the way a dog will like get in like a position they'll lie down and like they'll be lying in just like a weirdly awkward position but once they're lying down they're like actually i'm just here i'm not gonna move like even though i might be like yeah, like yeah. my head's in a weird position or i'm yeah, lying it's not over too weird for me to move. I'm just but yeah, yeah. 
until it ultimately becomes like too uncomfortable. Yeah. And that that's what this film is. So even though it's a kid's film and there's a lot of themes about like your parents and that, that things might not be brighter on the other side and, and just like waiting and, and but also like the adult message is there as well. But it's also the fact that it had a dub. I think a lot of people tend to forget that dubs are very, very important uh, in kind of making anime more mainstream, right? Because when you put a, a film in someone's native language, they're more likely to go and see it, you know? And the baby, like the story of the baby and, and their journey is very powerful because it gives, like, especially when I was watching this as a child, right? It, it, it puts that in your head and it's like, wow, I, I can be free. The world outside is scary, it's dangerous, but if I sort of prepare myself, I could do it, you know what I mean? And seeing how happy they are when they sort of, even in the rat form, right, as the mouse, they're very, they're very happy because for the first time in a long time, they can go out and they can experience the world and they can see everything, right? The good and the bad. And that sort of hit home for me. Also, like, weirdly violent baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll break your arm. Like, whoa, hey. <laughs> I actually just got quotes up and I forgot that, like, one of them's like, if you go, I'll cry. The mama will hear me and mama will come here and kill you. <laughs> and he tends to kill you with such, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, he made that, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that baby has some... I don't know, some violent tendencies there. I don't know where he picked yeah. that yeah and this is the part where we end by throwing up some follow throwing up well that sounded weird um <laughs> throwing in some follow-up questions or random questions that don't quite fit anywhere else does the reality of your job match the expectations you had when you started what were the oh my god before we wrap for this episode, we're going to go into the bonus round. And have we lost Hazzy? It helps when my mic's not muted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> right, we want to make sure we give you our storytelling tip. So, where am I? There we go. All right, let's try that again. So I did art, did IT for a year. And then I discovered what is possibly some of the best education I've ever received, which was the Manchester College in Openshaw, which is a really beautiful campus where they actually had a dedicated game development course. And my IT teacher put me in touch with that. And I've, I've always got a strong affection. I've got a strong... Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll rest that up. Sorry. Rewind. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it possible to edit yeah, that yeah. out? Yeah, sorry. I'm a community manager slash marketing exec slash marketing manager. So, and you've got the gift of the gap to be able to do that and learn how to talk to people because that's communications effectively and sales and being able to do content creation. So being able to, you know, create assets, being able to learn how to speak to the general public. And I forgot the question you asked. <laughs> <laughs> to summarize, uh, what non-technical uh, skills yes. did you develop? Okay, so next we're going to go into our guest advice. I have a feeling we're going to get something pretty good here. <laughs> so in each... I knew I was going to bud all that up. 
<laughs> Don't worry about it. In each interview, we ask our guests to give advice for aspiring creative professors. <laughs> I thought you were going to say professor then for a moment. Yeah, then. aspiring professors. There's a lot of professors out there wanting to get into games. With the avatar and, and you in general, it draws out exactly like what you were saying, who, who you could be and your potential. And that like the avatar isn't it's it's not fake. It's just like giving life to all of these like hidden qualities and talents that you that you could have. So I thought that was really cool with the avatar, too. But it wasn't too intense. It wasn't like tough love. Um, but and she wasn't like she never pitied her. You know what I mean? And she even there was one scene where they were uh, eating in the shop and she starts talking about her mom. And then she goes, oh, I'm I'm sorry. And Suzu um, smiles. And I thought and you, you can see just how beautiful their friendship is and how considerate they are of each other. And and it's just, you know, but she's still real with her. She was like, you're so gloomy. And she was like, do you want to go back to being the crybaby that you are? You know, so. So I thought I, I love hero. I just want to add like to the, the hero hype train. <laughs> Is it like also like the best, best friend if you're a content creator? Cause she was like designing the costumes, making like the music tracks, setting up the virtual gigs. Like she was doing PR for her. Like, oh my God, I want a friend like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, she was, yeah, he, everyone needs a hero. I also see the people in those Twitter comments having those like actual listening moments and those actual conversations where it's like, I hear you and this is my opinion and I respect that that's your opinion and these are different. And those are like such nice moments okay. in mm -hmm. Twitter comments. They're the ones that keep me, make me keep reading them. And then there's the ones that I then see that are horrible. I'm like, oh, why did I do this to myself? Right. That's enough internet for today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really, it really no is sometimes like, <laughs> I don't know why I came here. Exactly. I mean, that, that, that boy is a very good boy who is wondering, you know, he, he even refused to drink alcohol because he's young, you know, he's, he, so his mannerism shows he's kind of, he might, he might be really frustrated, you know, he might have some conflict, family or anything, he might feel trapped, anything, but I just couldn't follow that jump, you know, from holding gun and don't get too afraid, you know, and then he didn't get rid of it. And then he actually fired it. There was a big, huge jump and which I couldn't quite get along with that jump. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think as it goes on, I just like love it more and more and realize why people enjoy the show so much. Oh, you're really making me want to try and get to watch this but i've been in a, a bunch of workshops recently and there have been a few kids that have mentioned one piece and i the first question i was asked them was like are you up to date uh, and these kids uh i mean they got time so they confidently say yeah i'm up to date i'm like i still don't understand you? how they're up to date because like the where where they were born in, in yeah, one piece's lifetime like you're seven, how you're like 17 how are you how, how? Have you had time like how have you had a lifetime yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this anime has been going for like so long. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when was it originally aired? I need to look this up. Sorry, like 1999. They weren't even born. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite sobering, actually. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna start you off with a nice, easy question. What does create? Oh my god. <laughs> what does creativity mean to you? I feel there's a lot of people like that in, in school where it's like having, you know, being forced to learn things, especially things that are quite separate. But if it's things that you pick, say like, you know, we're talking games and you can do all sorts of subjects within the context of gaming. Like if you pitch it like that and make it something people choose to learn, then I, it just changes. I see you talking, Nigel. I'm not hearing you say anything. Oh. I can hear you. Am I... Well, you can hear me. I can hear you, but Graham can't. That's ah, interesting. Uh, Hello? Wait, can... Uh, that was so strange. I have no idea what happened. I can, can hear you guys again. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said everything I said, and then it just went silent. I was like, oh, did I say something bad? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're done here. <laughs> no, cool. leg, cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I what you were saying, Nigel. I, I missed all of that. Sorry, <laughs> Nigel. Just to say, on my end, I recorded in the kitchen, but obviously, I've got the little one here, and oh. as you know, he's not the quietest of children. So, um, <laughs> if you do need to mute me at any point when um, other people are talking, then just mute me, and then if you need to unmute me, unmute me. Okay, but yeah, he he's in particular fine voice today, so you might get a lot of uh, one one is one two ones are two. And just loads of that. So. He's learning. He's learning. Yeah. That's good. As long as he doesn't say like one ones is six, then you'd have a problem. <laughs> it comes to not just thinking about the the financial return from yeah. something. I know that sounds kind of like i don't know anti-capitalist but yeah, that's right um, that's what i'm going with I mean, this yeah <laughs> but we've seen during the pandemic that the value of creativity and art because when we couldn't do anything else how how much people were desperate to go to the theater or or read or oh. sorry i've just been interrupted by a small child <laughs> oh I it's not the first time it's happened on the sorry. podcast actually <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> let's get back on track. Yeah, yeah, I, I really love Suga. That's uh, probably my age as well, but I found the Suga is more, most in interesting and also I can project myself on. And it's such a complex, a complex character as well that she's just sometimes cheeky. He's got, you know, just uh, make the really young kid to <laughs> treat himself because he saved his life. But, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, he's such a like you know desperate being father and want to see his daughter, and uh, and try to quit smoking. Just want to see his daughter, and probably he's really still in love with his partner who probably deceased earlier on, and he always touches his wedding rings and then he sometimes cries, really showing emotion without realizing it. It just really touches my heart as well. That's he his motivation his feelings is really somehow i found it real to me and today we're going to be talking about up the 20 
Bleh. <laughs> I don't know why that number just threw me out. 2009. Oh, I don't know what I was going to say, but... That's 2009, not... <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Two... All right, let's uh, take you two. Say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the wider theme of being able to let things go and move on and clear your life for the next adventure, because I was really doing that 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 echoes my kind of kind of trying to be a lawyer kind of thing and should i have let it go because i could have been doing bigger and better things but i was so stubborn and i think i had that streak in me where i've started so i'll finish so maybe similarly he's got that i've started i wanted to go to this but he he's he's done it for for love and i'd just done it because i'd said it when i was six (laughs) you said it and there's no take backs I felt sorry for him in the montage bit when (laughs) his name originally gets sullied and then you're like oh like that's such a shame like and the and the film kind of makes gives you this impression that he like died on that last great adventure trying to trying to prove himself right but then it's like you've literally had a whole lifetime to get get over it and you could have made some more amazing discoveries between then and now <laughs> and been known for that i mean you got dogs to be able to talk you could have come back with that and been like <laughs> couldn't get the bird but here's some talking dogs and i feel like everyone would forget about it <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point a good point yeah however i'm not having it i'm not i'm not going down in the history books as a fraud when i wasn't lying i wasn't and i'll end by touching on demon slayer because i've now finished season one and the last time i brought this up tazzy you said this might be something you want to watch i said i'll wait until i finish season one to give my report here's my report um, probably not for you. <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the, and that's not to say it's not a good show. I really enjoyed it. And I'm definitely going to be watching season two. But it is a, it's a re- very refined shonen mm-hmm. anime. And as you said, you'll put off shonen. Then, yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> probably not for you. With this like super cozy version, and we've just had a raid. We're having a raid right now. Yeah, I, I think I need to just like this. pause everything because yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, AC6 floor for the raid. Welcome everyone. Thank oh, you for no, joining not us. Them guys, <laughs> oh, not AC6 floor. Oh, I hate them. They're so talented and they do great cosplay videos know, and right? they're so good at all the stuff. Oh, I hate them yeah. guys. How very dare they? How, How very dare they? they? How dare and no they doubt they'll be filming videos. at Comic Con in a few weeks' time as well. So don't go check them out and get awesome photos and videos. Don't do that. I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Osha just said, "If we had known CJ was here, we never would have raided." It's too late. <laughs> I can't take it back. I have friends everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so much everyone for joining us is this our first raid um i feel like i feel have like we ever... maybe we might have had one before it's our best one we can say that, is that yeah i don't know yeah. i don't think we've ever been raided before happy first and best raid yeah. hey. Hey. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey. really trying to cancel this raid you can't take it back you're already here yeah. <laughs> 
And what the publisher would do is whenever I make a transaction of selling it to you, they'll take a cut of it. And that's how a lot of NFT sales work at the moment. So whoever, whoever like the original owner was, you can set them up so that, or whoever the person who minted the NFT, I say that in inverted commas, like whoever created the NFT, they can set them up so that whenever it gets subsequently sold, you take like a percentage of that mm. amount. So it's effectively royalties. Yeah, it's, a, it's essentially like royalties and you do that for every transaction. So let's say I sell you the helmet for, I don't know, I'm just going to make up random numbers, but like one <laughs> Sorry, Bitcoin. Sorry, they all do. <laughs> <laughs> Taz, are you interested in NFTs for digital assets and games? Okay, so I have like, my brain's just doing like so many different things right now. First <laughs> <laughs> of all, I'm like, so NFTs are a pyramid scheme. <laughs> I mean, in, an, in, in essence, I mean, so, yeah, I think a very, not, yeah. But it can't, I get, yeah, I get why you would say that. It's not because there's no bottom, because you can keep this going. Like, you actually can keep it going as long as, uh, as long as people buy into it. But I guess that's a pyramid scheme, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <we> just... <laughs> I didn't say, oh, I'm going to search something. You just have to Google it. And it's remember when I you think... used to ask Jeeves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeeves is living under a bridge somewhere, just like cold and <laughs> crying and dark and yeah. <laughs> ask Jeeves is such like the better name. I don't know how Google managed it. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, yeah. the adverts for Ask Jeeves were way funnier as well. Like yes. I remember they used to have TV ads for it and it was great. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So while we uh, pull one out for, for Jeeves, <laughs> like we've just established, the NFT is not the art. And in a digital space, the art can still be viewed, replicated, shared, all the things. So NFTs don't make sense to me for digital art. Like they literally mean nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, I think there's, again, I don't want to get too technical because like it's easy to get bogged down with this stuff but like there are other things that the nft also displays or demonstrates or you know if you hold an nft there are other things you can get mm. all right so hopefully people listen are still roughly with us <laughs> on this. and if you're not you can be with me so yeah. it's fine <laughs> <laughs> you always know more than someone who isn't where you are in your journey yet like I know more about I know more today than I knew yesterday, you know, and there's so many people who are where I was yesterday. And I think that's the best way to look at imposter syndrome. If you ever come across it, like don't don't compare yourself to the people who have already passed this part of the road because hmm. you, you'll get there eventually. Yeah, I'm silence from me and I, George, just us yeah, just taking it on. That is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might need that tattooed on my yeah. skin. <laughs> <laughs> What have you learned from past projects or employment that you've been able to bring to your work now? Asi, why are you asking me all these hard questions? <laughs> uh, blame Nigel. He gives them to me. <laughs> Nigel, why are you writing all these hard questions? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make you think. I mean, it's, it's not even that. There's just so much I've, I've learned over the past decade, I would say. Um, I don't even know where to start answering this question. I mean, just just how to, I think one of the main things I've learned is just how to work with people and it's understanding people because 
even me working by myself is still not fully by myself. So we have our October Gamepad poll and we are asking you what Oh my god. <laughs> That's it. That's all you ask them. What? what? Well, let us know what in the chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be a great, great one. <laughs> uh, did I say it could only go up? I don't know. <laughs> Nigel, you jinxed it. So yeah, yeah, um Black Adam and Captain Marvel opposite sides of the same coin they've they've always been fascinating huh. to me as prime examples of golden age heroism and when i say captain marvel sorry i mean shazam because captain marvel oh, Shaz- before, okay, okay. before captain marvel was called captain marvel captain captain marvel was called shazam captain marvel was called captain marvel yeah it's complicated and it's messy <laughs> and it involves lawsuits but yeah um so They've always been fascinating to me as like prime examples of golden age heroism and golden age characters. When I say golden age, I'm talking about how we split comics into various different ages. Golden age being the beginning of superheroes in comics, starting with action comics with Superman, basically the first superhero. And it's just it's just interesting for me how they utilize these golden age heroes and update them and, and how DC are committed to keeping them going because we get a lot of a lot of characters are well are revamped or or rewritten and rebuilt but what what dc do is they they keep the golden age ones and then they bring in like from the silver age and whatever else as well um and they keep them as like a timeline of characters so they're they're not all it's it's um it's interesting how they do that and it's interesting to see how they how they bring these golden age characters to the screen, um, how they deal with like the the magic stuff and how they how they make how they do that for a modern audience, because these characters are when you when you look at the original characters themselves, look at the original ways they were written and the original things that the sensibilities at the time and the things that people thought were the things that people were willing to suspend belief for and things like that are much different to what they are now. And it's interesting to see how they update that and bring that in and make that something that people can get on board with in this day and age. Okay. Do you think it does a good job of it? Yeah, definitely. Not not just um not just where Black Adam's concerned in this film as well, because you've got characters like Hawkman and Doctor Fate before anyone starts. Yes, DC did it first. Doctor I mean- Strange <laughs> Doc- Doctor Strange. If we're gonna if we're gonna go down that line and people are gonna Doctor Strange is the knockoff of Doctor Fate. Yeah, yeah. Ish. I feel like DC did a lot of the things first and Yeah. It during the Golden Age of Comics, they were big they were the big one. And um they existed Mar- Marvel's a lot of Marvel's characters that you didn't a lot of what makes Marvel Marvel for people today didn't start until the nineteen sixties in the Silver Age. They don't lean into the fact that he is from this historical place, well, and then that would make yeah. that. And and they didn't have to go out of their way to do that. It really could have been. You can you can write that away with his powers though, because he does get infinite knowledge with his powers. Basically, he he, he gets like omniscience as part of his part of the package of powers, because he has the same powers as Shazam. 
They don't put that in there. That was never communicated. That was never communicated <laughs> at all in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. This is, that this was is not how communicated. This is, this is how, in my mind, I have gotten out the plaster and mixed some down and filled that oh, okay. hole in the so wall. Okay, so that's not. Yeah. No, this <laughs> is this is me. This, <laughs> this is me sitting up at midnight last night filling plot holes in my head. If you are a mercenary in a film and you fire your weapon and the bullets do nothing. Don't fire more. Yeah, run Don't away. Run. Like, <laughs> like, I'm watching them watch like this this beast bouncing death off about him. And like, That's the American way. More bullets. Yeah. If, if one bullet doesn't work, ten more bullets will work. It's like when they fight Godzilla as well, isn't it? In, yeah. in kaiju films, get, it's get the same. Runs. No, none of them <laughs> no, are no. working. The thing <laughs> is that gets me, lives. and that particularly happened in this, but happens in a lot of other movies, is that the bigger weapon gets fired, <laughs> has no effect, and you're short shooting ordinary bullets from your semi-automatic rifle. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then you run out of bullets in the rifle and you go for the sidearm. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. And you're like, you're going weaker in the weaker. If what the, do you think If the happening? rifle didn't have the stopping power, it makes you think the 9mm <laughs> on your hip does. It's like... Uh, so Robbie says that this film has, and I quote, sadly begat one of the drabbest, stalest, most incoherent sequels, a near three-hour endurance run of gloomy photography and turgidly staged, emotionally empty two-way conversations. I assume all conversations are two-way, but anyway. All seemingly designed to sap cast and viewers' combined will to live. Only Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke, whose avuncular, uh, I'm going to have to look that word up, um, mountain tribe chief <laughs> Mbaku makes a welcome return, actually feel like human beings. Elsewhere, it's drainingly apparent we're just watching the nth round of chess pieces being rearranged. Like Namor with his dinky ankle wings, this franchise <laughs> has become super heroically adept at treading water. If we watch uh, the same film, I feel like we watch different films. It, it almost feels like we watch different, except for the dinky <laughs> yeah, wings yeah, on his yeah. ankles. I, I made jokes. I'm not yeah. <laughs> I think that's why you need to keep watching, though, because I feel like that reveal mm -hmm. makes even because it kind of like it ties it shakes you up and confuses yeah. Yeah. you. And then it all makes sense. It's like you have all the puzzle pieces and you're like, these aren't quite fitting, but it's just because mm -hmm. like they're the same color, but they're in the wrong, wrong place. Yes. yes yeah. And then when you're like, because, you know, sometimes with a puzzle piece, you can kind of force it. Uh -huh. to go somewhere and then you're like and Carlo is right and Carlo doesn't look right like, I feel like that's, that's what it does it kind of like forces the puzzle together in the wrong way but in a way that it can go so you're like maybe the puzzle just wasn't made very well <laughs> and then you realise like no they're just <laughs> they're just in the wrong like, spot they, they didn't mess it up you need to start over <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when it does you're like oh that wasn't quite the right blue shade yeah. there. Because it can hit that relatable note that like I, people struggle to give me that I need. That like, I just need someone to accept that on my level that like, yeah, everything, there is no, there's no meaning. Mm. <laughs> but then it also takes me on the journey to like bring me back up from that. Yeah, it does. In it such goes a fun way. way. Yeah. And I'm like, <sighs> but then also like, if I'm feeling really good, I can watch this and get the same like level of input from it so yeah this i need this on blu-ray it's established <laughs> when's it coming out <laughs> because of that extension i can't say the word but because of that concept and it definitely has it like it's very strong with 
the idea of uh, you can you sort of like create it. It's a bit like um, Emmett from uh, the Lego movie. You know, he's just a blank canvas. You know, I need to watch those Lego movies. I'm not. You haven't seen the Lego movies. Uh, have seen you seen Batman Lego as well? The Lego I've Batman movie is great. Oh my god! Yeah, and I'm not funny. How do we like... know Nigel again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I might have to leave my own show. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and these are things like go through people's brains all, all the time like what's the point of me getting up every day going to do a nine-to-five job that i hate coming home just to eat and sleep and just to wake up the next day to go back to work what's the point point? and the point is like our lives are all about like dynamics like yeah that's going to be hard stuff but that'll make us appreciate the not hard stuff the kind of cool stuff in the relationships we make and the things we achieve and you know if everything was like amazing all the time then we wouldn't know what was amazing amazing would just be the default we need to have those moments where we're just like alone at 4am staring at the ceiling in the dark and thinking what's the point of all of this because that will make us appreciate it when someone suddenly says hey do you want a free ice cream like you know, there's the high points. That's the highest point in my life, I reckon. Someone's I'm gonna, I mean, I'm pretty sure. So I can't remember the last time I got free ice cream. But yeah, I think so. We need to we need to go through the the hard stuff so we appreciate the good stuff. And to jump into our deep dive conversation about stray. Uh, so yeah, transition. Transition. Oh, it's done. I'm on it. Oh. I'm on it. Oh, you're yeah, on yeah. it. <laughs> I like I like how you said the word transition. I was like, this is a really cool part of the transition. It's like voice activated. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just just speak it and it shall be done. I've got a song stuck in my head and it's really annoying me. What a song? I get knocked down, but I get up again. I, can't, I don't even like it. It's annoying. <laughs> We had this big LED screens on the inside, developers ranging from AAA, AA and Indie. It was across two floors. It was the biggest event we'd ever done today. And we had over a thousand people turn up and pack out the print works with these just enormous queues. And I just remember walking out because the manageress of the venue at the time, she just came up and she said, you need to come outside. And I was like, why? And she said, well, just come outside. And I just walked out and just saw this immense queue going around the print works. And I just immediately said, we're going to need more wristbands. <laughs> my college tutors encouraged me to go out and network at a very young age. And I was the only student in my class to actually give that advice. So when I was put in charge of our end of year shows, I was getting people from Team 17 and even Lionhead Studios, the creators of Fable. I actually got one of the game designers of Fable free to turn up to our end of year show. And at a college level, I just found that I had a bit of a gift of the gab, for lack of a better word, for just talking to people. And that advice has always really stuck with me because your network contacts, you can be the most talented human being alive, but if you lock yourself in a room and you just don't speak to anyone at all, no one's ever going to know about the talent that you possess. You, you'll listen back to it and be like, wow, that was a load of waffle about this thing. And we can just be like, yeah, let's just, let's just try and cut that down to like what's actually relevant. But yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll let you know if I feel like I've done that anywhere. Yeah, no, that's fine. We'll uh, we save that for the end of the episode where we just pull the stuff that didn't make it into an episode. Oh, nice. But it's still funny. Like a all. bloopers podcast. And a lot of bloopers. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you the link for the last year's. I was actually, it's actually pretty funny. It's... Yeah, it's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly yeah, love it. It's like... the one that I can actually listen back to and not feel weird about. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> 
I just remembered one one other thing that I wanted wanted to say. It would also be cool if then like a more accurate and Japanese originate. Maybe I don't even know if maybe there is already a Japanese originating uh, version of the film, but sort of like bring that to light because I know mm. in the past that like I've ever watched a film in the like original version and country of origin version and watched it subtitled mm. and then it's been released like americanized and then more people have been conscious of it and i've been like oh if you like this you should definitely go and check out the like the original and the one that's from the country that it's from <laughs> mm, yeah um, i, I would definitely agree like however have you guys seen the live action mate uh the live action japanese film of full metal alchemist oh no no yes it's truly horrifying in terms of <laughs> like like I I have not seen like it, you understand the difference between anime and 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 live action when you see uh, human people with anime hair with like wigs and gel and <laughs> gigant gloves and they speak exactly like they do in the anime except their faces obviously can't contort they can't get the camera angles that they normally would and it is um a big contrast I'll say <laughs> between um. And I just don't think it works, but uh, it doesn't have to be an anime. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but I, 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 um, I, th I just think that like even just simple stuff, simple stuff like the the fact that the, the you know the main protagonist, so the antagonist is called the White Death, is clearly a metaphor for you know the Westernization of Japan, and yet here we are in a movie adaptation of it, replacing yeah. all the Japanese people with white people. Even or, highlights or people. Yeah, it even highlights like, that the White Death yeah. is from Russia and took over yep. the like. It's literally in the storyline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Ooh. cool. Um, and I, don't get me wrong. Fine. Again, all of those performances are superb. Genuinely, I think they're all really good. Um, but yeah, I think it's just thematically, tonally, I think it, I think it takes a lot away. Uh, sorry, we've just lost Nigel. We'll still be able to leave that bit in because it's okay, cool. without right. him. But oh, uh, hey Nigel, I'll... hope you're well. Hey, 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 hey Clive, Craig, Craig. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Craig. Please <laughs> don't upset him. <laughs> um, should, what should what should, what fun editing bit should we leave in for Nigel here? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe a series of. Train puns. How many train puns oh, you get in? Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I definitely would like uh, one ticket for that joke, please. No, I wanted to say earlier that this is definitely. Um, oh, he's not. His internet just cut out. So hopefully it comes back online. Mm -hmm. This is definitely uh, one journey that once you're on it, there's no getting off. No. Um, I don't think I'm a copywriter. I should be able to come up with train puns. Um, we've done tracks. Uh, um, it's not as easy to come up with them just like yeah off the top of your head, is it? It's easier when it's closing. Do you know what? I think us discussing train puns is probably just as funny. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> also coming up with them. Yeah. What about like um train delays? Uh, yeah, that train's definitely get, getting a massive fine. Yeah, that, that they are sure. not. Yeah, they are not getting their refundable deposit back. <laughs> Sign no. seating? No, I don't know. 
Well, I suppose no one would know the train's running late for half of it because doesn't the uh, the White Death buy all the tickets on the train? Yeah. Well, well, I just, I get that they say that. I think that's what, uh, maybe we'll, we'll talk about when Nigel's back, but I swear <laughs> they just reiterate everything like three or four times. And I'm like, I get it, movie. I, I get it. I, I get I get it. I get what's going on. I understand. I understand that his, yeah, his son's going to die. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely understand that. Uh, you know, he keeps telling uh, me back. that his son's going to die. Hey. 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 Uh, we left some fun bits for you. Okay. I'll enjoy, I'll enjoy that in editing. <laughs> I feel everyone works well together and everyone plays off each other for the most part. Pretty well makes it like a good watch, like the Ladybug and Lemon thing, even like Lemon and Tangerine just there. Oh, so good. I could just watch Lemon and Tangerine. Yeah. Like, I could watch a whole show based on them too. I want them all to be great. in Thomas the Tank Engine and <laughs> uh, just just deliver scathing remarks back and forth. And uh, yeah, that's what I want. I just yeah, just just pulling the brakes on, yeah. on the excitement. <laughs> you you both had a had a train pun and get uh, <laughs> yeah. your one in for that. For that just, bit. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I was just going to say, uh, Nigel, when you say uh, keeping us on the track. Oh, keeping us honest. I'll keep an... Oh, wow. I had oh, that one. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, I'm sorry, everybody in advance. <laughs> um, but when you say that, you mean the podcast as a whole, because I don't think there's any way you can derail my force I'm sorry I'm sorry this episode is just an hour and a half Um, I'm so here for it Um, alright let me do this recap and we can get back to the puns also the Ryan Reynolds cameo I don't know why but the moment the film started I was like Ryan Reynolds is in this like I don't know what it was it does feel like that doesn't it yeah yeah definitely definitely the senses were tingling. I was like, I don't know when, I don't know where, and I don't know how, but like he's in this. In yeah. <laughs> and as it got, and I was like, he's in it, I swear. And as it's getting to the end, I'm like, he's definitely in it. Like, I'm still not doubting that he's in it. If anything, it's making me think he's in it more. He is in this film. And then, and then I was like, as we were like closer, I was like, right, then it's narrowing down who he could be. And then like, before they made the reveal... Yeah. Of like the drunk thingy, the and I was like, and... "Yeah, I was like, see him there." And then they show him. I was like, "Oh my god, I knew it! I knew it!" I was just there, and I was like, "Who can I tell?" Just, I just want to tell someone I knew it. I mean, I can see why you've got a hundred and something episodes. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it does actually help just to talk sometimes. Like, yeah, um, you should see the list of podcast ideas that I just have like. Yeah, they're good. I'm always like to Nigel. I've had another podcast side. It's good. I'm the producer, so (laughs) yeah, it's fun. I think I found like I didn't really do podcasts pre-lockdown, but then I was like, I just want to hear people having a conversation, like a long-form conversation. Yeah, and then it just became super addictive. Listen to every podcast going. Yeah, yeah, I, I do appreciate like it's good listening just like when we record them but even like other podcasts listen to an interview like uh, a ceo from somewhere or just someone who's doing something uh like impactful in the world and just like hearing the stuff that comes out in that long form was like really cool 
tried to unmute and accidentally left the call, my dad. Oh. I was like, what was that? I was like, but no one's gone, what? Yeah, <laughs> done. Bye. <laughs> and that's that. Yay, done. thank you so Yay. much. That was an amazing uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize if I went on a little bit too long. I was like, reel it in, girl, reel it in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. No, really, I loved hearing your stories and everything super inspiring so mm. <laughs> thanks stay safe and remember don't hate the 10 year old player hate the game or something like that and uh take care everyone i think he was 10 was it <laughs> sure. he looked 10 or thereabouts uh, until next time stay safe and remember that train drivers make great criminals because they know how to cover their tracks take care everyone <laughs> see you next time well done, well done. Well done. That was, good. That was great. <laughs> like, let me find one more train pun. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. And until next time, stay safe. And remember, it's not the size of the wings, but the speed at which they carry you. <laughs> Take care, everyone. <laughs> so, I don't know. I liked his wings. So. No, that was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> And until next time, stay safe and remember to never judge a book by its cover unless that book is The Dark Hole. Then obviously you have to do that right. So take care, everyone. Hi, right, thanks, everyone. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, um, but listen, it's, it's great to meet everyone. Sorry, sorry to cut, um, but like, no, because I, I haven't even had dinner yet. And I'm, oh, I'm I know. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I need to go eat yeah. as well. Um, so listen, Nigel Tazzy is great to great to chat to you again. Jason, I spoke to you yesterday. Vic, it's nice <laughs> to meet you. And you may even see me this week. Uh, how do I stop this new Craig? Wait, how do I stop Craig? Craig can't be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just a button? It says stop recording. Oh yeah, the big red button.